Drum roll, please. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> jingle boners, jingle boners, <laughs> jingle boners all the way. <laughs> yeah, that works. Welcome to Welcome. Movie Boners. <laughs> a very festive movie That's boners. That's right. We're, we're <laughs> diving into the season. Yeah, um, I <laughs> haven't told you this yet. Uh-oh. I hope that this seasonal episode does better than our last seasonal episode. <laughs> Turns out people aren't that interested in politics. <laughs> Big surprise. <laughs> That's like our like least, least watched, watched episode or listened to episode. <laughs> so this one should be you know, more fun. I'm not surprised. I'm not either. Especially like around the time people are so stressed out by it. Right, right. I mean, we had fun. It was a really fun it, episode. It was a great episode. So go and listen yeah. to it because we talk about some really interesting movies, actually. Yeah, yeah and it's like... <laughs> Not even all that. It's really it's not, not the political. same kind of it, yeah. politics. Yeah. <laughs> I promise we don't go on left or right rants. It's just, it's a fun episode. Go listen to it. But I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. <laughs> but this one should be really fun. Yeah. Because this is, and we're doing it a little early. So it's December well, and it's. Yeah, we have, we're doing it early because Christmas season. Mm-hmm. It's probably the biggest season. It, it's a pretty big one. And really, it starts, at least for me, yeah. it starts the day after Thanksgiving, yeah. which is like an unpopular opinion. Really? I feel like that's, well, the, no, I that's say, the general rule. And then that's everybody the general makes rule why I say it's an unpopular opinion, because Christmas shit pops up everywhere yeah. well before Thanksgiving even shows yeah. up. It's a, like a rule for normal people that yeah. retailers ignore. <laughs> retailers want like a jump start. I mean, they still make all their money. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we, I mean that's why it's called Black Friday, right? And we we might in, all in bash the, the like consumerism of Christmas, but they're still making money off of all of us. So just yeah. whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're doing Christmas early because it's the whole encompassing yeah season. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that you're gonna start watching these movies and. So we can all just talk about Christmas. Movies. I kind of have a feeling some of the movies that we probably we're gonna have crossovers. I imagine. Yeah, I was thinking about that. This is probably the narrowest genre that we've done so far. <laughs> like, there's not that many Christmas movies compared to like all the comedy movies, all the dramas, <laughs> right. all the. So yeah. Although I do, I promise you, I have some on mine that you will not have on yours. Oh, I, yeah. I expect a couple at least, yeah. <laughs> so, um, go what, ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, before we get into right. it, we also talked about last few weeks ago when we did our Star Wars episode. That was a long time ago now, man. That, oh my God. You had never seen the Star Wars holiday special. I had not. And so I made you watch it. You did. I got it for you so you could watch it. <laughs> you sent it to me and I watched it. Yep. What'd you think about that? Oh my God. It's pretty festive, huh? Um, no. <laughs> it is. Okay. I like half an hour into it. Mm-hmm. It's all Wookiee sound effects, but not 
actual Wookiee sound effects. Yeah. Like not Chewbacca sound effects. Right. They're like strained. Kind of, it sounds like they're ringing a cat and then putting like a filter on it. It's, yeah. There's like an old Wookiee man thing. Isn't it his name like Itchy or something? Something like that. Yeah. Whose bottom jaw, I could not stop looking at his bottom jaw because it's not a normal jaw. It like kind of goes into a triangular shape <laughs> and hooks up into. Uh-huh. And yeah. then there's the Chewie's wife. Mm-hmm. And his child, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all look so much worse than Chewbacca. It's like you could tell yeah. they did not have Hollywood budget. Mm-hmm. They had like 1978, right? Is that when it came out? Yeah, it came out between A New Hope and Empire. Okay, because it's the first appearance of Boba Fett, technically. Oh, and that so fucking cartoon. they released the toy before he even appeared in Empire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like a half hour into the thing. I sent you a text. Yeah. Like I'm a half hour in. Did not realize it is two hours long. That's it, right, kids. It feels like two, it three hours. It feels so much long. It is. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to spoil the shit out of this. <laughs> I don't think most people yeah, are yeah, ever going to watch right. it that haven't seen it yet. Right. Uh, although it could be a drinking game to see how long yeah. you could actually make it through this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's so much worse than I had ever heard. <laughs> but the part that made me like genuinely uncomfortable yeah. and very confused, probably <laughs> the most confused I've ever been on any movie I've ever watched. Okay. Was the grandpa's VR Mm -hmm. video that he watches with the woman. And she's like, yeah, I'll be your pleasure. (laughs) I was so creeped out. And like, I don't like I even paused it and debated. (laughs) Do I finish this? Where is this (laughs) going? I don't know if I can watch this anymore. Yeah. There's a lot of parts like that. There's a lot of parts that are awkwardly drawn out where it's like there's another kind of hologram thing with the gymnasts and stuff. And it just it just goes and goes and goes or like the big long musical breaks. And it's like, this is why this is two hours, the, because the cooking show that yeah. Mala Chewie's wife watches mm-hmm. with the like four armed humanoid. Yeah. And I, oh, God, (laughs) it was, I started thinking about halfway through it. I think it was right about the time that the cartoon showed up Mm -hmm. and C-3PO crosses his arms in the (laughs) cartoon. He's more flexible (laughs) when he's drawing. Like crazy flexible. Yeah. And I started thinking, it was like, okay. So, The Last Jedi made Jake stop being a Star Wars fan. (laughs) I think the holiday special is almost making me not want to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Like, I've hated Batman and Robin Mm -hmm. for so long. Mm -hmm. Man, that movie is Oscar gold (laughs) compared to the holiday special of Star Wars. Yeah. I cannot believe they ever mm-hmm. made it. I can't believe anyone <laughs> thought it was good. Yeah. I was like, well, it's a good thing that Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher are like mm-hmm. coked out of their skulls. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's really funny the different random parts they put them in. Like they put Han at the very beginning with Chewie, and right, like, and then yeah, there's like one scene with Leia and one scene with Mark Hamill, and it's like <laughs> it's random. It's oh my god, I genuinely had a headache when it finally ended. <laughs> it was like I don't even know what to watch after. Like I was, yeah. I was so lost and not in a good way. It was very just like. <laughs> I guess I'll watch YouTube. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Was, I need some semblance of reality. It was. There is. I would. I rewatched it as well. Oh, I my seen God. It in a long time. There is a too real part where for modern times where <laughs> B. Arthur is running the cantina. Oh, yeah. And the Empire like calls her up and they get notification that they does from the, the wall curfew. screen. Yeah. They're like, there's a curfew. You all need to go home and you need to close down and remain indoors. And, all this stuff. <laughs> and then they're all like, there's, she has a bug, like sad song about it, but it's yeah. That she like then finishes by singing to March everyone out of the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And her creepy stalker dude who shows up <laughs> and is like, I love you. Your six words gave me meaning of life. Yeah. And it's like, I'll see you soon yeah, or whatever like, it is. Thanks for coming. See you next time. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll be waiting or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> there was. Oh, my God. It's weird. It progressively got worse. And but the thing that I kept focusing more on. Mm hmm. Was how long all the Wookiee stuff was without dialogue. And yeah. I was like, it doesn't work. No. Some movies can get away with no dialogue mm. and it's, you get it. Yeah, you get it through body language or, I mean, it works in the Star Wars because you have Han like reacting. Right. You kind of can kind of get figured out through, through context what he means. Yeah. But when they're just talking back and forth and making noises and they, their faces are not very emotive. Uh, no, <laughs> except for the little one's eyes, which are freakishly heat, like large yeah. and clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I uh, it's a tragedy. I, I couldn't like. You always hear like people talk about just how bad it is, mm -hmm. and being someone who had not watched it, always thought like, well, it's probably getting blown out of proportion a little bit. Yeah. And then I also had the thought of like, it'll probably end up being something I love because mm -hmm. others hate it so much. Because yeah. that happens kind of fairly frequently. As a rebel, yeah. But man. <laughs> it makes it impossible. Half to hour like it. into it, I was like, wow, this hour long special is. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I wasn't even a full. I think when I texted you, I was actually like 24 minutes into it. You do the thing where you're like, like pause it or like look up to see how much time is left you're like too loud seriously it's like the fuck <laughs> oh. I, I almost texted you to be like did you actually make it through the <laughs> or, entire thing or is this, or is this just like a cruel thing you're doing to me <laughs> no I watched the whole thing <laughs> I I couldn't believe that thing exists man yeah. I still can't believe it exists yeah I think it's something that that they want lost to time as it should be if, if maybe that's something that like marty mcfly should have done mm. in back to the future was go back a little farther yeah or not farther but like mm -hmm. made a pit stop yeah in the 70s and stop george lucas from making that stupid thing <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of the first sign that star wars is 
just a cash grab. Yeah, it it's was just a oh thing, reason to sell toys and merchandise. And, and like that. the fucking man, there are some weird sequences in that, <laughs> like the whole light day thing, which that that's the holiday. That's the holiday they're celebrating. Yeah, life day or life day. Yeah, with like the weird lit up orbs and all the yeah. Wookies just appear and. Yeah, the way they set it up, and we don't, we're spending way too much time on we this. We are, we but are. The way they set it up, and Han's like, uh, and Chewie's like so concerned about getting home for life day, and Han's like, I'm going to get you home. I've never not gotten you home for life day. I know it's the most important thing <laughs> to you. Right. As a Star Wars fan, I'm going, I've never heard of life like, day, what the fuck and is Chewie going doesn't on? have a family. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, he does itchy and scratchy and Nala and all those yeah, people. Yeah, I did have to laugh though and then we can move on as we should. <laughs> we I'm so sorry should. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I like how of all the like weird shit they have there mm-hmm. Star Wars-y technology stuff Yeah, there's a picture of Chewie <laughs> that's in like a Walmart frame. <laughs> yeah. so we have this photograph <laughs> <laughs> and I found myself genuinely laughing about that, <laughs> but it was shortly after that that the VR video started playing, and I was thoroughly <laughs> creeped out. Yeah, you're like, no, it's better if you have a hard photo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Star right. Wars uh, holiday special. Yeah. Possibly the worst thing I've ever seen Gosh, in my life. for Christmas, didn't it? Not even... It may have made me hate the holiday. <laughs> I'm kidding, but that... I was not prepared. It yeah. is so much worse than you've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. All right. Uh, before we start, I guess we are, we are drinking beer. We open so beers. So we do have beer, but we should probably... We should. Mention that it's not the actual drink we're yeah. enjoying today. Yeah, it's more, more of a chaser to our actual drink. Kind of, yeah. It's well, it's our sipper. Yeah, but I got, I've got some like wintry, festive, limited you know seasonal beers i have avery brewing old jubilation it's the english style old ale classic winter warmer Ooh, it's very good and i'm drinking new belgium's accumulation it's a white india pale ale it's not too bad it's pretty good it's pretty good yeah we don't have any snow right now here in colorado which is kind of weird yeah but that just means that our state's going to, like, sneeze and we're going to be under 12 feet of snow <laughs> yeah. any day now. Yeah, it comes against. But our actual drink is a cool holiday classic. That's right. Eggnog. Eggnog. We got and a, it's spiked with it's a, so much shit. <laughs> it's, it's grown-up eggnog. It's <laughs> yeah. that, that Evan Williams stuff that's, like, bourbon and blended whiskey and rum and brandy. And it's quite delicious. Have you ever had it before? No. No, but oh. Good, right? That is really good. Yeah. Ooh. Well, yeah. that's the kind of drink that'll get feel, you in trouble. <laughs> makes it feel festive for sure. Yeah, and we're using Christmas glasses. Yeah. We've got our Christmas <laughs> season shirts, which yeah. <laughs> it's funny because we're wearing holiday shirts and uh-huh. we should post a photo later. <laughs> oh my gosh. Here's Christmas. Uh oh. Oh shit. You're doing it. I knew it. <laughs> We were just talking about the shirts and how we're like not oh doing God, conventional. It's because so <laughs> we have eggs. Oh my God. Hey, you want a cookie? Oh, hi, Christy. What's up? Stranger to the podcast Christy's world. Christy's here. Hi. You look like you're going for a run. No, I'm 
No, I was going to go work out oh. in the basement. So you don't no, wanna, you, you don't know you want to listen to us talk about Christmas. You don't want any boozy alcohol. And you don't want a cookie. Cookies. No, the cookies aren't boozy. They're I hot mean, chocolate cookies. They are hot chocolate. I just feel like doing a hit workout with cookies in my stomach would probably suck. They're Make really you puke bad. on the floor, yeah. yeah. I mean, Those speaking of puke, smell. it has smelled like That's- vomit. In this city, it I was driving here. No, no, no! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You like, can go now. I was driving here, <laughs> and I had the window down because it's nice outside yeah. and fresh air is always good. Yeah. Or so you think. And I'm Generally. like, why the fuck does Fort Collins, Colorado, smell like vomit? Weird. <laughs> I can't say I've noticed that. I haven't However, been. Well, I, I haven't did. been outside really. That's gross. <laughs> that's gross. That's, that's concerning. Yeah. Well. That's the problem. It I don't really know. smells like cow shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, Naturally. But only like a couple days a month. Right. What well, always smells like shit? It occasionally sounds smells like burning blood a couple days a month. Oh. Because they burned the. That's right. We don't need to be that. This it, be in the This podcast. is our Christmas <laughs> episode, man. <laughs> Greeley for Collins are great. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. Yeah. Don't move. Don't, move, to, don't move here, please. Yeah. Don't. Um, don't do that. Stay insane. away. We smell like vomit and blood, yeah. burning blood, and cow shit, and cow shit. Yeah. So you don't want to move. And here. there's no snow. It's barely Colorado. You don't want to be right. Here. Actually, there's so much snow you can't even get out anywhere. So you're quarantined your entire life. Totally. Which, either way. Californians, they don't. Like oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, we don't want to tell them it's nice. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> They're used to sunshine. Yeah. What's up, boozers? Hi. Nothing. What did you, What were you pointing at you wanted to try? I want to try your eggnog. Do you? Just <laughs> she just got done saying she doesn't want boozy she stuff. She doesn't want cookies. Oh, yeah. You don't want boozy stuff either. I mean, it's eggnog. I feel like <laughs> drinking eggnog and then working out is worse yeah. than eating right, a cookie. Because it's like just enough dairy. Sip, 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 Put it on the tongue. So what I was going to say, Jake and I are wearing unconventional, very Christmas season shirts. I agree. Jake's rocking the greatest uh, Christmas movie that we're probably not going to have on our list because it was on my action (laughs) list. And I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So it'll be on Jake's. Uh, (laughs) Spoiler. Spoiler. But he's got the Die Hard. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. ho. (laughs) You have to say it like I'll Yeah. You got to say it slow. Ho, ho, ho. R.I.P. And I'm rocking Krampus. Classic Krampus. <laughs> okay, so we were at Lowe's. Yeah. You know this story. I'm I know. talking to you. I was just agreeing. We were at Lowe's picking out succulents. And this As old man just like was stopped in the aisle looking at us smiling. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized he was looking at my husband's shirt. <laughs> and I was like... I tell you, men in this movie—it's—it's <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I had a guy, like a guy who pushes carts at Safeway, stop me at the checkout, and he's like, "My mom—I saw that movie with my mom. I love that movie, but she was always like, the worst mistake he made was taking off his shoes." Yeah. And I was, everyone says that. He was like telling me all about it. And I was like, "I'd like to go home now, please." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, don't wear a shirt like that. It's then. true. It's a, it's true. Conversation. I mean, it is started. funny wearing this during the my Krumpus shirt yeah. Yeah. because there's a lot of people. You can tell who like the unconventional mm-hmm. and know what Krumpus is, and then there's the people that are like, he's wearing demons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the people That's that have bitch. that have like old world grandparents <laughs> right. like from Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, and then I was like, should you be wearing that shirt in public? The people are going to think you have a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. 
generally if you anyone don't. sees that shirt and genuinely thinks that he's got a machine yeah. gun on him, like but that's, you need to go watch also, more movies. The people yeah. that you should be concerned about having machine guns don't Aren't tell you on their t-shirt. Like, I got a machine gun. It's like just so you all know. <laughs> FYI. Yeah. This yeah. Guy. I didn't think about it until she said it. I was like, that must be weird for some people who just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Sad oh, well. people. They need to watch more movies. They should listen to our podcast. They should listen to our podcast. <laughs> Go tell your friends. Yeah. That's why you guys need to get sweatshirts with movie boners on it. Yeah. That'd be sick. But not sweatshirts. because Dustin told the guys at the liquor store. Yeah. Oh. I promoted the show at the liquor store. Do you remember that time that we watched Tenet? Yeah. We watched Tenet last night, by the way. We did. Yeah. We watched Tenet last night. Um, and that guy afterwards outside was, yeah. was talking about yeah. it. And I was like, this would have been the perfect opportunity to hype up our podcast. Yeah. Uh, you bitches failed. We you were with us. I know. You, you were one of the bitches that failed. I yeah. I know. <laughs> we're all so, the bitches. Listen, Matt, bitch. you heard about our boners? I didn't want to say that. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean you like should have. A better icebreaker <laughs> I mean, than I, that. I sang jingle boners at the start of this. Did you really? I really did. It was genius. I was sad I didn't think of it. Hold on. Isn't that like a really good thing for a shirt? Have you heard about our boners? And then movieboners.com. That's hilarious. Could be a good, uh, or like a sticker. You can just stick it on places in public. Yeah. We should do something like that. We're going to have to edit all this out, you know. Yeah, I know. Okay. (laughs) When you say we, you mean Jake will have to. Right, right. Why do I even bother? No, I, Am I even going to be in this episode? Oh, you'll be in it. It'll be so fun. Okay. I mean, I'll probably just leave it. We'll see. Cool. See how it goes. Cool. What number are you on? We haven't, we haven't even started. started. <laughs> well, we talked about the Star Wars the Holiday Special for 15 Star Wars minutes. Holiday Special. I didn't even hear about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, okay. You'll just have to listen to, to the listen episode. To the episode yeah. <laughs> oh. We can't go through it again. Yeah, we, we okay, spent too so much you know time. Spotify did that like, this is what your genres right. were. Jake was really offended that Movie Boners was not on my podcast. That's like he yelled at me. But I also saw how many podcasts you listen to, and we don't have enough episodes for you to listen to eight a day. Shut <laughs> up. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. I'm ashamed. <laughs> but it was also really funny because that was your record. Four, it wasn't all like of them were true crime, and right. then I had like one spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel seen. Yeah. Thanks, Spotify. I, I sent her a thing the other day that said, everybody that's saying how accurate your Spotify playlist, like, year review is, yeah, that's what data is. <laughs> data is accurate. It's legitimately you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I I don't use Spotify to, like, yeah. listen to anything except mm-hmm. our show. Yeah. So I was like, well, I, I guess I don't get to participate in the new end-of-year social media yeah. thing. They're not yeah. tracking you. Sorry, dude. That's what that means. I only do it because Hulu has a really good promotion. You're welcome, Hulu, where you can get Hulu and Spotify. <laughs> Not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, but you can get like a bundle super cheap, which is the only way I could convince him it's to let me do it. She does Spotify enough and she gets like Hulu for like a dollar or something. Apparently, oh, cool. I listen, apparently Spotify is all I do because yeah. if you're listening to eight podcasts a day, <laughs> I barely get I through morbid. one. You would, morbid, you would uh, waste. I listen to eight morbid podcasts in a day. Like I've got my list of podcasts that I listen to and it takes me like a day and a half to listen yeah. to one episode that's an hour long. I, <laughs> I listen to like one other podcast that isn't ours and I list it in about 15 minute chunks when I like go like drive to <laughs> right. somewhere. And so I, I barely so get through anything. You guys love yourself so much that you listen to your own podcast <laughs> over and over and over. It makes I me say laugh. Over, I do listen to it when Jake releases it because one, I love hearing the intros. Yeah, you don't know what the intros yeah. to yeah, it's right. released. And, and two, you love your voice. Not really, but. <laughs> 
No, I, I like I like listening to it and then seeing where like Jake took that out. Or like, yeah. <laughs> there are a couple times. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> He's like offended. Have you ever texted him and been like, "Dude, what?" The no, only I actual haven't. like significant editing I've ever done was the James Bond podcast. Yeah, yeah. and that's because so I muchy. had to because <laughs> you got so fucked up because in that episode. It was crazy long, <laughs> and I couldn't get through Casino Royale. I explained Dude. Casino Royale about eight different times of what I was trying to say. Even progressively I drunker. Said it was like muchy, which is <laughs> saying something. Super it was, muchy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys even annoyed me that day. Which, <laughs> yeah, you were here for like ten minutes. You came in, you're like, Yeah, this is gonna be so fun. And yeah, you're like, no, what did I walk and you're into? Like, Jake like, can't even get a thought out right now. No. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. No. Should not do that second martini people. Good thing we have super third. spiked eggnog. Jesus, it's not <laughs> super spiked Drink compared to. Ooh, did Dustin get the girly cup? Yeah, you did. I, I didn't really intentionally give anybody any. Cup. I didn't even consider it to be girly. It's pretty girly. It's like just like pine trees and holly and. It literally has holly. It has plants on it. Plants yeah, aren't it has girly. Plants. plants the fuck. Friends. Okay, I'm gonna go work out. So if you hear screaming in the basement, okay. I'll me working out. It's either you or the ghosts. Have fun. Merry Christmas. I hate Christmas movies, so that's why. Yeah, I'm she here. refuses to take part of this episode. We we decided that's only because your birthday is this month, and you're jealous that they you're take jealous. the limelight away from you. You're peanut butter and jealous. Ooh. Well, that's a lot of editing you're gonna end up doing. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You should make it obvious for like you hear her show up and then have it very obvious cut. <laughs> She's got. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to do something funny. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, you kick this one off because okay. I I started the monster episode. All right. Yeah, I am so excited. I mean, I love Christmas movies. Unlike Christy, I love Christmas movies. <laughs> yep. And I love the season, and I love. A wide variety. So all of my Christmas movies go from very, very old to very, very recent. Hey, um, me too. And so I think I'm excited to see it. Putting my list together was like I a I mm-hmm. knew it wasn't going to be a hundred percent wholesome like your musical list was. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little more wholesome than I thought it would be. So okay, yeah, not well, really, but <laughs> less options of non wholesome <laughs> Christmas movies. There's, I can think of like there's three, plenty. There's maybe. plenty. Actually, that's true. There's. I, I just thought of more that I never thought yeah, of before. Yeah, there are plenty of non-wholesome. <laughs> Once I started going down that trail in my brain, I thought of a bunch. All right, cool. So my number ten is a classic, one of my favorites from childhood, and I still rewatch it uh, from 1964. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Dude, those like. <laughs> stop motion videos Uh are so good and i think rudolph is the best stop motion one because it's first of all it's less creepy so the other stop motion ones are like jack frost the year without a santa claus hey santa claus is coming to town is still awesome santa claus is coming to town. although there's some weird parts in it they are weird like just the the Different characters in those ones are so creepy looking compared to Rudolph. Right. Rudolph is pretty, is lighthearted and fun. And it's, I mean, it's serious. There are serious parts in it. And it's, Santa Claus is the biggest dick ever. Yeah. Santa Claus is kind of a dick. And yeah, he's like, well, he's one of the only humans in the movie, but there's that. But 
yeah, I don't know why Santa Claus is kind of a dick, but he's like a very small character. Right. And it, it mostly focuses on Rudolph, who is a misfit. He doesn't have a normal nose like everybody else. I think everyone knows the story of Rudolph. Okay, shut up. <laughs> but the hey, best you're not part even is, a full eggnog in, man. The best part is the... Yeah, I'm going to explain this movie about ten times. <laughs> the best part is all... I mean, the best part of Christmas movies is generally the message. Right. And the main message of Rudolph is everybody shouldn't be the same. It's okay that you're different. It's okay that you want different things. Like the elf doesn't want to make toys. He wants to be a dentist. And he yeah. gets kind of like... Everybody makes toys. You need to make toys. And he's like, I want to be a dentist. And so they kind of team up. They leave. And they meet. My favorite part is Yukon Cornelius. Hell yes, Yukon. You actually kind of look like Yukon when you had your beard full. And yeah. Like, that's, you were on your way of being that. That would be cool. I would like to grow up to be Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> I could see you throwing your pickaxe up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Just prospecting Looking for, for silver, silver and gold. gold. Yeah. Like the the pickaxe and nothing. Oh, yeah. Like cleaning out your teeth with them stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the abominable snowman is like one of my favorite characters as well. But then all of that like goes on and then they end up in the island of misfit toys. And that's kind of the main, I guess, climax of the theme, which is. It's okay mis- to be a misfit. Yeah. These misfits mean the island of misfit toys and everybody's, yeah. everybody's different and not normal. And then it all ends up working out. You end up learning that. You can either feel sorry for yourself or you can use your differences to your advantage. Like uh, it, sometimes you need a dentist to pull teeth or sometimes you need a light up nose to get through the fog. Right. And so every time it's foggy outside, I always like it's thicker than pea soup. Out here. <laughs> but I just I just love Rudolph. It's so like wholesome and fun. And yeah nice and the message is good and the animation's fun classic christmas movie. the whole time you were talking i had the song the i want to be a misfit yeah going through my head <laughs> the whole time you were talking yeah except for one moment where it went bumbles bounce oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that one is honestly all for me well i shouldn't say all rudolph and santa claus is coming to town mm-hmm I never cared for all the others. Those were yeah. like the only two that I really enjoyed and still do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just, there's something really special about them. They're genuinely fun to watch. Yeah. There's magic in them. Yeah. They're, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> it so is yeah. not on my list. Okay. Ha. First non crossover. <laughs> uh, my number 10, mm-hmm. I'm going unconventional right out the gate. Okay. And this is one that a lot of people forget is a legitimate Christmas movie. Okay. Uh, so this movie, it gets more fun every time I watch it. And it's just, it's insane. It's an hour and a half of insanity. But okay. <laughs> it's got amazing animatronics in it and puppetry. And it's got incredible practical effects in this movie. Uh, so it's about a little town mm-hmm. around Christmas time mm-hmm. where all hell breaks loose and monsters run rampant in this town. <laughs> so my number 10 is Gremlins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gets. You don't want to get him wet. That's right. Or that's, feed him after midnight. That's which is rules. funny because it's 
always after midnight. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Gremlins is just, it's one of those movies where I think a lot of people forget that it's a Christmas movie mm-hmm. because like there's little monsters running around yeah. terrorizing this tiny town, but it's a, it's a Christmas movie. He mm-hmm. gets the Mogwai for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, a, it's so much fun and it rings back. When I watch Gremlins, it puts me in the same kind of mind state, like watching the Goonies does, where you're just, yeah. it's genuinely enjoyable. It's genuinely fun. Yeah. And yeah, the animatronics and puppetry in this movie <laughs> are incredible. So if you need a technical aspect, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't use CGI. It was right. like puppets and yeah, it's just, it's so much fun. And this one I has become like... A traditional decoration for me. I have mm. a little spike gremlin. Okay. And he goes on the Christmas tree every year. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I made when I got my daughter to watch Gremlins for the first time, she had always asked about why I was putting a monster in the tree. And then when she watched <laughs> Gremlins, she was like, Oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> So it's not a conventional pick, but it's it's very Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's snowing the whole time. The town's decorating everything and Christmas stuff. Yeah, everyone's you Christmas know gifts. Yeah, yeah. And it's you've got the mean old lady who's basically Ebenezer Ebenezer Scrooge, mm-hmm. but almost worse because she's just a bitch <laughs> and like wants to kill a dog the whole movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Gremlins, it's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great one. I do think most people forget about it as a Christmas movie. Most of the most of the like images I see of it like online and stuff when people talk about it, it's not the scenes that have Christmas stuff in it, really. right? And so I think that's why people are like, "Oh, it's that movie I about mean, monsters." The gremlins when they become gremlins, mm-hmm. even there's a scene of them doing Christmas carols. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's a fun little Christmas movie for sure. <laughs> Uh, well, on the theme of puppets that are good. All right. My number nine is the Muppet Christmas Carol. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew Jim Hansen was going to make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was hard for me to choose like which Jim Hansen I would put here. I I chose the Christmas Carol because it's like the best, most classic right. story. But I also really like a Muppet Family Christmas. Which okay. is like, I think it's like a TV special. It may not even be qualify as a movie, but it's it's also fun because it's all the main Muppets that you know, but it also combines like the universes of Fraggle Rock is involved and Sesame Street, all the characters from Sesame Street come right. over. And and so it's that's a fun little movie as well. But Muppet Christmas Carol is, I like it more than the regular Christmas Carol because... The regular Christmas Carol is so serious. <laughs> well, it's kind of a serious it's story. It's very serious <laughs> and very dark. And Muppet Christmas Carol still has elements of that. Well, yeah, it's still it telling light- that story. It lightens it up so much that I enjoy it more. <laughs> and it's I don't, it's just, it's the same sort of things. And all the ghosts are still right. pretty scary. And all of the... The situations are so scary. And, of course, uh, Michael Caine as Ebenezer Scrooge is so perfect. And he's a great actor. And he acts afraid in certain parts. And so it's it's very serious, very dark, but 
the Muppets and lighten it up so much. Right. That they it's they fun. give it they give it that perfect like spin where mm-hmm. kids can watch the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, mm-hmm. understand the story, mm-hmm. and not have nightmares for the rest of their lives. <laughs> not be traumatized. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh and Scrooge is so like grumpy. Mm-hmm. And so it's always like I've always I mean, I like the story. I like the message of like everything that you do affects other people and you can either choose to be selfish and alone or you right. can choose to be generous. Even if you don't have a lot of money like Ebenezer Scrooge does, you can even like Bob Cratchit, he's still generous with the little bit he has or generous with his time. Like yeah. we, there are things we can still do. And that's a very Christmassy message to be like. We should it's, all just... It's almost like the ultimate Christmas it message. Is. It definitely is. Um, I just I just had a number nine because there's ones I enjoy more. But no, it's I, an amazing movie. I love it. Yeah. I, I love the Muppets. I always love the Muppets. I love the Muppets and everything they're in. Yeah. I. Uh, it, it's an honorable mention for me, mm-hmm. but that is definitely one every year Like when I watch it, I find myself enjoying it more and more. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... It's funny, I'm in my 30s, and I enjoy this children's movie more than I did when I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think but, that's a very special thing, yeah, especially about Muppet movies. And you and I both share like this love for the Muppets. Yeah. And so that alone always puts up, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I love these guys. Yeah. But then watching it, they just there's something so incredible and like uplifting about mm-hmm. the Muppets. So when you put them into Charles Dickens Scrooge, mm-hmm. like they're the perfect fit for it. <laughs> Cause yeah, yeah, you're like, it's a dark story, but mm-hmm. you got Rizzo and Gonzo telling, <laughs> like narrating it. Yeah. And you get Rizzo gets frozen and you get mm-hmm. like little silly things in it to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, my number nine is also from our childhood. In fact, this one is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest Christmas movie for our generation Mm -hmm. when we were kids in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is one rewatching it as an adult over the years. Yeah. I get very mad at this movie for a good (laughs) portion of it, but I still love the movie as a whole. So my number nine was made in 1994. Yeah. And... It is genuinely magical. Mm-hmm. So my number nine is the Santa Claus. Yeah. With Tim Allen. Yeah. So we grew up watching like home improvement. So right. when we got to see Tim Taylor become Santa, I was like, Oh, <laughs> and he does all the same grunts. And like, there's yeah. little nods to the home improvement series, but it's like, who would have thought mm-hmm. that Tim Allen would provide the perfect image of Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> like I have over the years found myself when I think of Santa Claus immediately just think of him. Yeah. And then like, Oh wait, there's so many other Santas <laughs> out there. <laughs> yeah. But it's as a kid, <clears throat> this movie really makes you believe mm-hmm. in like the North pole and mm-hmm. makes you believe in Santa or at least the, the magic of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the big part of it is about people choose to stop believing, believing, or they forget in magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, as they get older, and it does definitely kind of lead you down the path as he starts to re-believe 
and the other characters start to like yeah, experience like, the stuff and they start believing again. It's crazy that first walkthrough of the North Pole. You mm-hmm. got like they play this like soft musical score mm-hmm. as he's like in his pajamas talking to <laughs> the the elf that brings him the hot cho- the hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's just something so like oh I feel like I could believe in that kind mm-hmm. of stuff again or like the magic of the season and all that and. Mm-hmm. It's so it's such a genuinely good movie. But what pisses me off about this movie, yeah, almost to the point where like anxiety goes up because I'm like, I just wanna punch mm-hmm. the stepdad mm-hmm. so fucking hard. Yeah. Like I don't know if I can hate a character as much as I hate Judge Reinhold's character in this movie. Yeah. Neil. Right. <laughs> Until the ex-wife starts talking, and I'm like, yeah. nope, you suck just as much. You both should burn. I kind of don't like her more. I feel like I give Judge Reinhold's character more leeway as, like, I mean, he's the stepdad. He's like, right. doesn't have as much of a close, like, I feel like she should know and be able to understand, A, her kid, and B, her ex-husband, what's going on. Like, the fact that they just immediately decide to take away visitation rights because the kid wants to believe in magic Mm -hmm. i'm like you are the worst human beings (laughs) put on film i wish you guys would stop existing yeah Yeah. as an adult that aspect of the movie kind of hard to watch as a father as as a father to a child who has a stepdad yeah Watching that dynamic is a little difficult, but the movie, the magic of it, especially the last like 20 minutes of it mm-hmm. holds up so well. And it's so well done. Mm-hmm. I, I do like I, I enjoyed the other two sequels that came after it. Yeah. But in no way do I ever feel like they met just that yeah. magical feeling. They try. Yeah. I kind of feel they try to as sequels do. Mm hmm go bigger and it just kind of took away like yeah the softness of it if you will that yeah they they don't feel like direct sequels to me like it, right. this the santa claus feels like a standalone movie to me and then they feel very much like i don't know maybe it's the thing about i don't know they just don't feel as like they focus a lot more on the santa stuff i guess yeah and less on the like going back to the real world and so maybe it feels more disconnected from reality where the santa claus is very much focused in reality yeah santa exists and and all of the ways that he like gets the thing gets the lists and you know what goes around and sees people not you're not just kind of yeah oh veronica very nice in your (laughs) dream slave boy yeah there there's one thing with the sequels that i wish they would have done and it's with the North Pole, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad they didn't because mm-hmm. I feel they may have ruined it if they did this. But <laughs> in the first one, when he's talking to Judy, the elf, yeah, and he's like, there's a polar bear directing traffic down there. Mm-hmm. And you can hear the polar bear like, yeah, yeah. you never see any of that mm-hmm. in the sequels. It's all just elves oh, yeah. everywhere. And I'm like, it's not as magical. There's something about just that sound effect and like. Mm-hmm. Your imagination immediately of a polar bear directing yeah. North Pole traffic. Yeah. Like, genuine magic? Mm-hmm. Sequels missed it. Yeah. <laughs> but So my number nine is The Santa Claus. Yeah. It's, it's so good and it's wholesome. A, 
Our first crossover. Oh, all right. I also love the Santa Claus. <laughs> I I knew that was going to be. I was like, there's no way Jake's not going to have Tim yeah. Allen on his list. It's <laughs> it's one of those movies that I didn't know how people felt about it, but lately I've been seeing more and more people that are like, no, it's the best Christmas movie. <laughs> and I don't have it at number one, but I have it. I have it on my list, right. and it's it's definitely one that I think is remembered so fondly and was so well executed. Yep. Uh, my number eight is my favorite old classic Christmas movie. Okay. My number eight is White Christmas. Ooh, yeah. With Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye. Um, if there's just such a fun, enjoyable movie. A lot of it, a, a lot of it, so it's a musical. There's right. a lot of Christmas music in it, but there's also a lot of non-Christmas music in it. It's, there's a lot of stuff that's not Christmassy like in it. Like, the whole guts of the movie is non-Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's, it toes the line of being a Christmas movie. <laughs> right. Um, but all, it, like from where it starts and where it ends, it's very Christmassy, and it's very... I don't I love the music. Like, I love... I kind of like singing along to it. It's just such a fun... And the characters are so good. Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye are so... They're just so good. Incredibly enjoyable. <laughs> and I I love everything about it. It's just... There are, there are, like, I guess a little bit slower parts when they go through, like, all their, like, rehearsals for their act. Right. So they go to Vermont because... <laughs> well, they They go to Vermont because... Uh, Danny Kaye's character is trying to hook him up with the, <laughs> yeah. with these two sisters. <laughs> yeah, so Danny Kaye and Bing Crosby are like a duo, and they've been doing their act together for a while, and Danny Kaye was like, I kind of need to get Bing Crosby hooked up to give me a break. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they meet, they meet these sisters who are also in show business, and they he's like trying to pawn him off on this other girl. And so, yeah, he ends up convincing him, kind of tricking him at first, and then convincing him to go to Vermont. And so they go there and they meet their old like army buddies up there and he owns an inn and so they but business is bad because there's no snow it's right. just very warm like it is here now <laughs> yeah <fuck>. and <laughs> and then they decide to like bring in business by bringing their whole big showbiz act up there and there's a lot of dance numbers and sets and it's very big production like massive production it's um, a huge production and all of the all of the songs are performed obviously in the dancing routines and it's very musically mm-hmm. um but it's very fun and and the it, christmas music that's in it is so perfectly performed that's one of those as a kid i hated white christmas yeah. so much <laughs> i remember telling my dad because my dad loves this movie okay i remember telling him like it's so boring all they do is dance the whole time <laughs> and then as an adult watching i'm like those dance sequences blow my fucking mind every time i watch white christmas there's no way i could do that and her legs when like yeah they go it's unreal yeah and then i always feel bad because she's like so skinny and obviously in a corset and you're like oh it's so bad for you (laughs) yeah ah sign of the time yeah (laughs) it's impressive her skill for sure that's such a dude that's that is genuinely such a like heartwarming movie mm-hmm. and it's one that the final like i don't want to say the finale of it yeah but the finale of that movie mm-hmm. is like, like i got goosebumps just thinking about <laughs> it like yeah. it's so 
massive mm-hmm. and like an emotional like oh fuck yeah in a lot of different ways <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah it hits you with a lot of emotions all within like 10 seconds and you're like oh fuck. yeah yeah it's all about christmas but it's also about post world war ii and like, <laughs> like just yeah there's a lot going on there is it's oh, a great it's movie such a great movie that's it's <laughs> it's not on my list but mm-hmm. it, it's an honorable mention right. um my number eight is my personal favorite of the old classic stuff. Okay. Uh, mine is from 1947. Damn. Yeah. That's older than mine. It's true. It's true. Uh, this movie, the original, because it, it has a remake. Yeah. I uh, talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my number eight is Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. Dude, that original, mm-hmm. like... There is pure magic in that movie. It's unreal. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cleverly written. Yeah. And I love, I just, I love that idea. And the premise of the movie is Santa Claus himself. Yeah. Is like hanging out in downtown New York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he calls uh, an actor playing Santa, mm-hmm. calls him out for being drunk on the job and how it yeah. like ruins the image of Santa. Well, and he he's in, serious. The, in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, yeah. which is like a big deal that Santa comes at the very end. Yeah. The guy who's going to be Santa is like he's drunk, drunk and, and sloppy. And, and so he, the real Santa gets hired to play Santa mm-hmm. and he like changes everything. The mentality of, you know, corporate men, like the boss and yeah all within a matter of a day or two yeah <laughs> and like yeah because then they like invite him into macy's and he has kids sitting on his lap and stuff yeah and it's but what i really love is that the character that he connects with the most is the little girl who has no belief in santa no yeah. belief in magic of the season mm-hmm. she's pretty business oriented because that's the household that she's being raised in that's how her mom is yeah, yeah. and so he like it's so well written because he he tries to convince her that he's actually Santa, but without overdoing anything. Yeah. He just, like, has conversations with her and just, he's childlike himself. He mm-hmm. plays with her. He goofs off with her. And it's, yeah. like, it's really cool to me to watch how they show that dynamic of instead of him proving that he's got magic, he just, like, no, I'm just going to be, yeah like, childish. He's going to have fun. If he just bees himself, then she'll see it. Right. Because that's how kids are. Yeah. And it's got one of the most clever, like, written things into it with the whole court (laughs) sequence. Yeah, they they put Santa Claus on trial. (laughs) Right. For believing that he's Santa. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, this is, it's a kind of of interest, it's very clever and very interesting, but it's like, as rewatching, I'm like, why is this illegal? Why is this? What are you gonna do? Which, are you gonna lock him up? Right. <laughs> Which I'm like, if anything, he should have hit the analyzer guy. He's not even a real psychiatrist yeah. or anything. He's just there. He mm-hmm. should have hit him harder with the cane. But yeah. <laughs> now, it's a I. I've got nothing against the remake. The remake was really well Remake's done. Also great. Yeah. And it's, it's. Yeah. The actors and the actors they play in both of the movies obviously Maureen O'Hara and Natalie Wood are in the original yeah but the remake is there equally as engaging and you believe it they're, the Santa's good like the kid's good they're all good yeah it's all like the remake was great 
But there's something about that original one that when I watch that movie, it's like, yeah, if there was ever proof that magic was real, especially around <laughs> Christmas, it might be this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. And I love I love how Santa is. I love how yeah. he's like quiet and reserved and he knows all the languages of all the different kids. And he knows like he, he can talk to everybody. He loves all the kids. He can do sign language. He can talk to everybody. Yeah. And, and he, he never likes there's no show he's the least showboating santa yeah he's just like no i'm just i'm here yeah Yeah. i'm I'm santa yeah but whatever (laughs) yeah but he's kind of like here for them like he's just kind of i don't know humble i guess yeah yeah very humble yeah yeah so that's my number eight that's a great movie i love that movie it's an honorable mention for me as well uh so my number seven is a modern classic all right i think everybody loves this movie my number seven is elf (laughs) Yeah, there's a crossover. <laughs> yeah. Not at number seven, but yes. Yeah. Elf is too good. So it <laughs> takes all the elements that you love about Christmas and Christmas movies from the stop motion animation. Like, yeah, him, the whole thing with him being at the North Pole with Santa and being a human child who's growing up to be massive compared to these elves. <laughs> And to take Will Ferrell, who's naturally a really tall person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, already a giant. Um, It's even funnier to see him, like, in these small little enclosed spaces. Him in the shower. But when he, like, has to leave the North Pole and there's all the, like, little animals and the the narwhal and all the different... It's so cute. It's such a fun movie. And then it comes to New York where... Reality sucks. Reality is pretty scary. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> when you walk out of the Lincoln Tunnel, <laughs> it's like it it's not a great time. But his like his blind optimism and like his joy and everything, and he just he he chooses to not be phased for most of the movie by the grittiness of New York yeah. City. That's my favorite part. And his his ultimate goal is to find his dad. And well, she finds him pretty fast. I mean, he like basically walks right up to yeah. his dad. It's like, hey, I'm, you're my dad. And then, yeah, ends up in this family, and they obviously don't believe he's an elf. And so there's the whole, that whole part's funny. Um, but I laughed the hardest at the tiniest scene in this movie. And it's because I did the exact same thing. I can remember doing the exact same thing. And it's when he's laying in bed and he just goes, Dad. dad. <laughs> Dad, <laughs> you're trying to be heard, but you don't want to be too loud, so you're saying it as quietly as possible. But it's Will Ferrell who is naturally like so loud. Yeah, and then his dad comes bursting in. What? <laughs> that was me. I did that a lot, and I I feel like that scene makes my dad laugh because we I, like, yeah. we did that a lot, and so it's a, such an honest, real life <laughs> movie about it and zoe deschanel is great zoe like, is so amazing the in music movie. in it and her singing is always amazing i mean it probably put her on the map as far as that's I how that's I, where i ended up knowing her from yeah and so she burst onto the scene and she's amazing obviously and i mean elf is elf is so good it's so good it's <laughs> it's like i remember watching that in the theater and when it ended we were leaving and i was just like okay I feel like I need to sing Christmas carols Mm -hmm. and I feel like I need to eat a shitload of candy and I'm not (laughs) sure why. Like I was just like, yeah, I have a craving for sugar Mm -hmm. and I want to sing. I, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it fills your heart with Christmas joy. It really does. It It really does. 
<laughs> we'll we'll mention it soon enough. Okay. It, it's not my number seven. It, it's it's a little bit. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> my number seven is also fairly modern. Well, it was made in the last five years. Yeah. Uh, not wholesome. This <laughs> this is a grown up Christmas movie right here. Those are my favorite nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my number seven is Office Christmas Party. That's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have it on my was... list. I was really hoping you would come through and have it on your list. Yes, this movie. So when I saw it, is like I love Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Yeah, love Jason Bateman. Yeah, and he's great in everything. Yeah, even though he's the same guy in every movie, but <laughs> yeah. he's always great. He does it well. He's like the most relatable average dude. Right. Yep. <laughs> like you just. He reacts how you want to react or would react. <laughs> yeah. He says all the shit you want to. Mm-hmm. But this movie, like, the first time I saw it, loved it. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, I went and bought it because I was like, well, I got to add this one. Yeah. And I watched this one. I find myself, every Christmas season, mm-hmm. having to put this on mm-hmm. numerous times because I'm like, "There's, a, I have to watch this movie. Yeah. And it's a good one to have to watch because it's yeah. so funny. And it's yeah. so inappropriate, yeah. but it hits you with the Christmas message, and it, yeah. it it's a legitimate movie about a Christmas miracle. Yeah, without being supernatural, like it's, yeah, it's about technology. <laughs> yeah, just being about technology, it's still and like I mean, technology is kind of trying magical. to save jobs and trying not yeah. to let corporate mind or and, mentality take over, and, and it's about. Yeah, it's about family. It's about like TJ Miller giving. and Jennifer it's Aniston. About, yeah, it's such a great movie. Yeah. It's so fucking inappropriate. Yeah. So if you're offended, I can't recommend it to you. But <laughs> yeah, it's I, it's it has bad words and it's very adult. So many bad words, but <laughs> it's 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 very enjoyable. Yeah, and it, like if you need just a good laugh and you need something, you know, because the Christmas. Christmas movies have a tendency to really go for the heartstrings. Yeah. This one doesn't really try to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just, no, you're going to be entertained for an hour and a half. You're going to laugh. You're yeah. going to be shaking your head a lot out of the ridiculous <laughs> things that you're going to see. Mm-hmm. And then it'll end and you're going to be like, I'm, I'm in a good mood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. And it has like the most accurate portrayal of HR representatives <laughs> ever. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Kate McKinnon as the HR like manager, it cracks me up every time because I'm like, she's, I love her first scene where she's telling the girl to like button up her shirt yeah. and like wear non-denominational holiday stuff. Yeah, the part that makes me laugh the hardest is like, what about the Satanists? Yeah, yeah Mary, what about the Satanists? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that because she's wearing the sweater that has every denomination except for like <laughs> yeah. Satanism and a couple other yeah. <laughs> denominations. Yeah, the ones that don't count. Right. We're going to discriminate against those ones. <laughs> it's just, I love this movie. It, it, I can't watch this one without smiling the entire time. Yeah, it has so many people in it that are so enjoyable. Yeah, and even the least likable person, Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> is like. I mean, she's Jennifer Aniston. You like right. her, even though she's bitchy. It's like, so fun. And she's a badass. She's wicked badass. Yeah. <laughs> she is a badass. She's a boss bitch. <laughs> so that's my number seven. That's a good one. I'm so glad you had it. <laughs> I wanted to talk about it at some point if you didn't. Um, so my number six is 
probably my favorite childhood Christmas movie. Uh, yeah, I think that's accurate. Um, so my number six is Home Alone. All right. <laughs> Home Alone. Who doesn't like Home Alone? Seriously. Home Alone is so good. It's Mulcully Culkin and just doing everything you wish you could do as a kid while also learning a serious lesson that maybe careful what you wish for <laughs> and family is good and important. And you Maybe sh- don't take your family for granted. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I mean, it's a little, it's everything a good Christmas movie is. It's a little scary. It's a little serious. It's a little funny. It's a little like warm and gentle. And, yeah. And it's just beautiful all around. I love, I love every, I love everything about it. I love <laughs> the parents and, and how they are in that whole trip. Don't tell me you love the uncle. Cause I want to <laughs> look what you did, you little jerk. I want to hit that uncle every time. I'm like, just hit the mic. <laughs> the mic is not the uncle. I know. I'm like, <laughs> when I rewatched it this week, I was like, yeah. If any of my family yelled at my kid the way that uncle yells at him, yeah. I'd probably kick the shit out of him <laughs> or at least kick him out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a great uncle. He's kind I, of a bastard. He's there has to be a weird dynamic between the dad and his brother because right. there's like a weird there's a weird thing going on. <laughs> but also the dad's rich and he pays for like his brother and I his family know and all these people to, to go come. to Paris? Yeah, to go to Paris. I want to know what his job is. All the adults go first class and the kids are in the back. And it's that like, house that they own? Yeah. Unreal. Yeah, I want that house. Granted, it's the '90s, and that's a True. lot less expensive, <laughs> right? right. But still, but still, it's a gorgeous home. Yeah. And I love like every time someone comes to the house, they knock over that statue. <laughs> yeah. I laugh. I, I'm an idiot. I laugh every time. Like even when like you don't see it happen, but you see like the people that come to pick him up and take him to the airport. You just see the guy like picking, <laughs> picking it, it up again. Up. <laughs> You're like, there it goes again. It's like, yeah. But you and I, I think we've talked about it. We're big fans of like running gags in movies yeah. where they don't have to focus on it. It just, <laughs> it keeps happening. Yeah. Subtle things. Yeah. And yeah. the statue is one of those gags that I'm like, yeah. it's so good. It's yeah. so good. I get excited when you see him like pulling up, like yeah. they're going to hit the statue. Yeah. When you see the pizza guy cruising down the street, I'm like, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> Knock it over, knock it over. It's so stupid. Um, and of course, the main part of the movie is Harry and Marv, the Dude. wet bandits. <laughs> these guys are like, I don't know, they're just so good as like these. Well, it's a great concept for one. Like, obviously, if you're going to steal from people's houses, the best times when A, they're away for the holidays. Right. And B, they have a bunch of stuff in their house because, well, it's a rich neighborhood for one yeah. thing. But also they have gifts and all these things. And so when they break in and then steal stuff, but also play with the things, <laughs> that seems enjoyable. I'm like, you can't. I mean, you shouldn't be mad at them, but I'm not that mad. Like, at even them. as a kid. Yeah. When Harry is flooding it to be the wet bandits. <laughs> yeah. Even as a child, I was like, but they'll know that it was you if you get caught. <laughs> like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> They want to be notorious. They want to be like Bonnie and Clyde. Or Marv. It's Marv that does it. Yeah, Marv does it. Yeah, Harry's not into it. He doesn't want to be the wet pants. Which is a funny name because you always think of them as like peeing their pants. <laughs> right. It's like, that's not a cool name, you guys. Um, and then the only other thing I was going to mention. Well, Buzz is the 
the the thing that's so scary from the beginning is Buzz and uh, I just blanked on Macaulay Culkin's character's name, and then their other brother or cousin or whatever he is. When they see the shovel slayer, oh yeah, the na- like the old neighbor that just puts salt on the sidewalk. Yeah. His name's Kevin, by the way. Kevin, not, not the neighbor. Kevin, but I should have known that. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah! <laughs> Dustin did the hand thing on the face for everybody that can't see. Um, when they see the old man, that old man is—they did a great job of finding the scariest, nice old man. Like, he goes from being so scared to being so gentle through the course of the movie. It's so, I don't know, it's just so perfect. I watch this movie all the time, every year. Yep. It's so good. Well, I don't know what it is about all these Christmas movies that we grew up watching, Mm -hmm. like, from childhood and then watching it as adults. Dude, that dude, okay, I'll be real vulnerable and honest right now. Let's get real. Yeah. Watching Christmas movies this time around this year. So 2020 sucks for everyone. Yeah. It's been especially hard for me personally. I won't go into it too much, but it's been a rough one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The whole church scene Mm -hmm. was like, like oh my fucking God. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I don't want to listen to the old man talk wisdom right now. Yeah. But wow. (laughs) He has this whole, well, he walks in, he's like, oh shit, it's the shovel slayer. It's going to kill me. Right. And then he's like, hey, come over. And he goes over because he's a dumb kid. (laughs) But then, yeah, they have this very serious talk about like. It's a very grown up talk. I can't go hang out with my family and I can't see my granddaughter because my son and I have this bad relationship. Right. And it's just like, and Kevin has like very, he's a very grown up kid where he's like, I mean, he's been home alone. He has to grow up pretty quick for a little bit, but he has like, you should just Go talk to your son. Work it out. Your family. <laughs> yeah. You'll Kevin figure it out. Kevin just being like, it's simple. You yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and the, yeah, and the old guy is like, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, <laughs> right? I don't have like, a reason why you're not right. Well, shit. Why is the 10-year-old smarter than me in this moment? <laughs> yeah. but it's, so it takes the brilliance of a child sometimes. And you got it. You have to love on a softer note. Mm-hmm. Kevin shopping for the first time for himself <laughs> is one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite scene yeah, in that movie. When he, she scans the toys and she holds them up and looks at it. It's for the kids. <laughs> yeah. like, I love <laughs> and that part. He gets like uh, the, the, the detergent or something. Oh, yeah. He's like, is that good on this? He's like, asks a very grown up question. He's like, is that good on this? And she's like, I guess. I was like, I'll give it a... Or no, he talks about like the macaroni and stuff too. But yeah, there's a lot of yeah, scenes. Yeah, the, uh, the microwave that, dinner. Yeah. He's like, is it, that any good? I'll give it a whirl. The, the toothbrush. Is this... Yeah. I forget what... Is this recommended by the dentist association? Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll have to look into it. <laughs> I just, yeah. Him shopping for himself is like my favorite thing in that movie because it's... <laughs> I remember being a little kid and getting to go into the store by yourself. Yeah. And you felt like, I'm, I'm one of the grown-ups now. Of yeah. course, I would buy, like, candy or chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or a soda. But yeah. Yeah. Home Alone is so good, man. That that movie is... That's a blast. That movie's so... Much, and the sequel yeah. is awesome, yeah. too. A lot Home of people two. don't talk about Home Alone 2, but it is a great fucking movie. Yeah. It takes a... It does a... It does the sequel well where it blows it up and takes it to new york yeah and it does make it bigger but in a way that works well but it's bigger but they still like maintain it 
Yeah. You know, it, it's not supposed to be this huge grand film. I mean, mm-hmm. him looking up at the skyscrapers is like, oh, yeah. shit. Well, it's like even more of a fish out of water scenario where he's in a hotel room, not in the house he's <laughs> right. comfortable in. And he's, I mean, he's meeting Donald Trump. He's like, it's like, there's all this weird stuff going on in this, like the whatever that guy is that runs the hotel. I forget. Tim Curry. Yeah. Dude, Tim Curry. In that Man- I guess he's so a manager. Yeah, yeah, he's like the, we'll say manager. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of the name and of that person that like don't forget, gives you recommendations. To Rob stuff. Schneider is in that movie Great too. Great Rob Schneider. Love Rob Schneider. <laughs> As the bellhop. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, they do that whole cool thing with the the whole turtle doves thing with the homeless woman who does mm-hmm. who takes her. That is. Yeah. I can't believe people don't, like, talk mm-hmm. about that whole dynamic as much because they should. Yeah. Like, the that's, fact that he befriends this homeless woman. That's kind of like the the old man thing from the first yeah. one. Yeah. The heart of it. Which is great because he, like, he's afraid of her at first. But it's yeah. almost like he remembers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My neighbor is they're just people. like the most gentle dude ever. Maybe she is too. She yeah. just has shitload of ped, like pigeons on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Home Alone is so good, man. Yeah, and that is a childhood classic. That is. Yeah. Well, my number six was one of yours earlier. Okay. Elf. Yeah. I don't know what else to say. It's so good. <laughs> it's uh, like genuinely heartwarming of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's just yeah. I, I I love this movie. There's something about watching me eat all of the like maple syrup. And he actually did it. E- eating maple syrup on spaghetti and everything else, and that you can like, put it on him taking the pop tarts out of the box and breaking them up and like crumpling them up on his yeah diabetes plate with pasta. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like, what it is. <laughs> there there was one thing I I will say. I think you alluded to it but I'll, I'll just say it what makes this movie so great to me mm-hmm. is the focus on his character's simplicity and like the innocence yeah he never like he's just yeah his only understanding is mm-hmm. joy mm-hmm. and like even when things kind of suck you can like yeah just kind of change your mind on something and it's fine yeah <laughs> you, like, you can make it better if you just sing about it <laughs> right like bring, just do bring, something that makes be, you feel good and then joyful and then you can move on yeah like i really like that they did that yeah and yeah <laughs> the stop motion with the narwhal <laughs> bye buddy hope you find your dad <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so great. good it's great uh my number five is a crossover yes. with you oh okay my here number it is five is the santa yeah, claus yeah i was wondering where it was <laughs> <laughs> and I love the so the Santa Claus with an E because it's Claus as in the last yeah it's the Claus and so the fact that it was a very like nineties thing to be like you didn't read the fine print when you <laughs> you become Santa Claus because you didn't read the fine print and now you're in this contract <laughs> like it's like that's a great idea yeah for a movie and it it works so well and then yeah like you said it's 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 Tim Allen. It's basically him as a great dad as uh, Tim Taylor from Home Improvement. But it's it works so well. The kid always kind of annoys me. <laughs> but he's also a kid. And Every so, time I'm like, shut the fuck up, kid. Yeah. You're not supposed to tell everyone. Yeah, when he... <laughs> 
He gets his visitation rights taken away because the kid tells the judge all <laughs> right. about the North Pole. And he's like, it was a secret. <laughs> we, I asked you to keep a secret, kid. <laughs> if you just didn't, we would be fine. Right. But it all works out. It does. It does. Um, but yeah, I love the... I kind of talked about it before, but I love focusing on reality. Yeah. Focusing on everything that we know as real life and as adults and and having the little bits of magic creep in. And so, like, how the elves visit or kind of see what's going on. I was wondering if you were going to bring this up because yeah. I realized I did not. Yeah. Is there are elves throughout that movie. Right. They're, like, kind of hidden a little bit in yeah. the real world because they'll, like, have hats on and stuff covering their, their ears. Um, but, yeah, there's there's elves around. And then um, the way that once Tim Allen becomes Santa Claus and comes back to the real world, the way that he kind of changes, not just physically, like, obviously, he gains <laughs> a lot of weight. Gets, he can't, can't not have a beard and yeah. white hair. Like, it just comes back all the time even though he tries to change it. But mostly the thing that I notice is when he, his demeanor changes. Like when he goes back to work and they're talking about like, oh, for next season we'll have Santa, <laughs> Santa in, in the tank, Santa in a tank, and we'll sell this tank to kids. <laughs> and he's like, he's becomes more like Santa. He becomes becomes more jolly. Becomes yeah. more, um, just focused on the right things. Like you said, he's a great Santa representation. Like, yeah, which is just... But it's like between him and the Miracle on 34th Street Santa, they're like the best Santas in the world. It's unreal of just how perfect Tim Allen looks as Santa Claus. You're yeah. like, this is... Yeah. I mean, the coat is so beautiful. I mean, the wardrobe for Santa in that movie yeah. is so good because it's so classic. <laughs> it embraces a classic look, but it's yeah. like... I feel like if I wore that costume, mm-hmm. I would probably actually believe I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like the way that they, they take the classic Santa. They take like, cause Santa's coats are old. His like outfits old. Yeah. Elves are super old. Everything's been around forever. And I also like the way that they get around all of the like adult questions about Santa. <laughs> so they're like, how does he visit all the people at the, like in a single night? How does he get in people's houses when there's no fireplace? Yeah. And like when he just gets sucked in. <laughs> I lived through the 60s. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. I'm used to flying. Um, and yeah, he gets like sucked in. And then um, just every, they just kind of get around it. And then yeah. the way that the kids kind of, or the way that his son kind of like explains it to his stepdad, to Neil. And we, you talked a little bit about it, about like, believing and how important it is to get back right. to believing um the the son one of my favorite lines from the movie is when he asks his stepdad he's like have you ever seen a million dollars it's like no well just because you don't believe in or just because you've never you seen, seen it, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist right and that's like uh, like the biggest like aha moment that's in the like whole... the biggest aha moment but not just for that movie yeah like Christmas movies in general, yeah. that is the line encompassing for Christmas movies. Yeah, exactly. It's like belief is just, it's a magical thing. Yeah. And you just have to believe. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's so good. I like <laughs> making this list when I rewatched that one. Yeah. One, I was like, 
angrily watching it because I fucking hate the mom and the stepdad in that movie so much. But (laughs) I kept thinking like, Jake's going to have this on his list and we're going to have like a Mm -hmm. home improvement. Like we both raised on this. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's one I always look forward to watching, even though I am so annoyed by the parents. (laughs) It's like every, every little scene, the music is so good. The like, Mm -hmm. like that whole song, the way that this, like the timing, like it's just a funny movie. I don't know if we can legally do that. I don't, it was a very short yeah there you go the algorithms won't catch you us <laughs> you'll never get me coppers <laughs> you had mentioned it like his demeanor changes yeah. I love that they also kind of show like his whole general appearance not just the white beard and the hat but like mm-hmm. the clothes he chooses to pit like wear yeah. to me I'm like if I was a kid I'd be so invited towards that I'd be like mm-hmm. That dude actually is Santa Claus. Yeah. He's wearing nothing but red. He even wears yeah. like the mittens at one point. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's <laughs> like, like, I'll wear mittens. I'll wear a hat. I'll wear a big red like hoodie sweater. sweater. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I love that they show that mm-hmm. kind of progression. Almost as if he's blatantly showing the grown-ups like, yeah. I'm Santa. And they don't get it. They just think he's a weird old they dude. They see it, yeah. But all the kids are like mm-hmm. lining up at a soccer game. <laughs> yeah. The kids line up on their own. They just, they 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 know. They can tell right. that he's Santa. And they're like, oh, I'll ask you what Which I want always, for Christmas. I had to laugh about that because I was like, these days, if, yeah. if kids went to a stranger and started sitting <laughs> on his lap without the parents' permission, like... Mm-hmm. shit would be unreal <laughs> they would like, all be like the mom who shows up right. and she's it, would, like, it would get very drastic <laughs> yeah yeah that it's so good <laughs> it, that, that's a staple for this season to watch yeah I agree alright my number five <laughs> okay I have to set this one up <laughs> like my notes say okay <laughs> alright this movie mm-hmm. is very adult. Yeah. It is drug fueled. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I hope this would be on your list. <laughs> it's vulgar. Yeah. It's so inappropriate. It's almost the definition of inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And it's chock full of ridiculous Seth Rogen comedy. Yeah. My number five is The Night Before. Yeah. So this, okay. <laughs> Everyone, I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. Mm-hmm. Love Seth Rogen. And this movie of all of his movies, minus maybe one, really showcases what his movies end up always doing, which is give you on the surface all the like mm-hmm. the weed jokes, the Jew jokes, everything. Yeah. Usually like some weird song number at some point. <laughs> and then they hit you with what the movie's actually about. They hit you right in the feels, yeah. Right. And this movie does it in <laughs> such an incredible way mm-hmm. of just three best friends mm-hmm. learning almost rekindling a friendship that yeah. they've always had uh it's this one okay <laughs> <laughs> more real moments for you this was gonna be a rough one for me yeah uh this was watching it again this time around i was very much in that mindset of like how wonderful would that be to have friends like that? And not yeah. saying like you guys aren't sure. friends like that, but no, like just I mean. in general to have, to go through something traumatic and then have your friends still just like, Hey, yeah, <laughs> we're still here. We'll, 
we'll do something else. We're here for you. It's very... So the movie is like these three best friends have this long tradition of getting fucked up mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve because one of them, his parents die in a car accident and they just kind of like, well, we're your family now. So this is how it is. Right. And so the movie is about the last night of doing these traditions because one of them is about to become a dad. The other one is a football player whose career is finally taken off. Yeah. And then the friend who has gone through the trauma, he's kind of like, He's kind of clinging. He's to kind that. of stuck, just like yeah, hasn't been able to get going on life. Yeah, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays that friend. Yeah, he is one of those actors that just makes his performances so real. Yeah, subtly real. <laughs> like yeah, I relate to him on so many levels in this movie. <laughs> it's kind of painful. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie just. I loved it the first time I saw it, and I, it's another one that just, I find, I, I don't know, some people might say I look too deep into, like, Rogan comedies, but I'm like, well, you're not watching Rogan comedies yeah. then, because... No, I would definitely not say that, because <laughs> this movie especially has the most heart of any... Right. It, there, it's very, it, it, I think it gets you, its hook is that it's just, like, a stoner comedy, but the it dumps that immediately and it's like no this is very real very heartfelt very joyful very like sad and scary but also loving and beautiful and yeah there's some great there's some incredible parts in this and michael shannon plays the <laughs> the weed dealer yeah <laughs> i love michael Who shannon might be <laughs> The spirit of Christmas or God or something. I, I love Michael Shannon so much. In I did too. Movie. I love he's, him in general. He's like one of those subtly amazing actors that I, I can't believe he's not. Yeah, like top bill on more stuff. Yeah, he should be. Yeah, but his character in this is so great because he's <laughs> like. <laughs> You have to watch the scenes, especially with him and Seth Rogen. They have a scene together in the car, and it's one of the funniest scenes. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's like weirdly mystical, so you're like, is this the ghost of Christmas past? Like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, it's, it has everything that that Rogen fans have come to like know and love. Yeah. But yeah, this one is so heartfelt. And for me, like... It very much hits a lot of chords, especially in 2020. It's Mm -hmm. just, I love that even it shows friends drifting apart, but ultimately like, and they do a really cool way of showing the basic of their connection. Yeah. And it's through an N64. (laughs) Yeah. And they share like just a couple memories and. At his mom's. (laughs) At his mom's. And there's just like the way that that scene is set Mm -hmm. and the dialogue in it and just like. It all feels so natural. And it's mm-hmm. one of those, where, like, as friends, you yeah. really aspire to, you know, we should have more moments like that. Or, yeah. you know, I we should strive to be that kind of friend where it's like, right. we're here. 100%. So, number five is The Night Before. Yeah, it's, it's one of those movies that I think could easily get overlooked because it's its build is kind of only attractive to those kinds of people that like yeah. stoner comedies, but it's, it's so much more. I remember it so fondly. And when I watch it, I feel so much more emotionally invested. Right. Like, it's such a great, 
every part of it from their whole friendship is the huge huge like part of it but then also joseph gordon levitt like finally going after the girl that he messed it up with because he was too not ready i guess yeah and uh and they're just like there's a different dynamics between him and and their family and seth rogan and his wife and she's like pregnant but wanting him to like have a nice time (laughs) right (laughs) it's so funny that's i love that it also on top of like the friendship aspect and the heart of the friendships the movie really drives home the message of like honesty yeah and it's okay to be honest when it's even when it's not maybe especially Mm -hmm. when it's not pretty that's a really good point that's definitely i would i would definitely agree i think that that's from every piece of it it's about not just having these relationships that have stayed in your life a long time and they're definitely there but when you're struggling and every character in the movie is struggling being able to say yeah it's not as good as it looks right now whether you're a huge like huge football star with like all these followers on social media yeah you're doing steroids and you're trying you're old and you're trying to like just hang on as long as possible and yeah every one of them needs to like just be honest and and they have support as soon as they are it's just like you just need to put yourself out there yeah, it's I love this movie so much. It's great. So that's it's my a, number five. A beautiful movie. I love it. And really freaking funny. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Him talking to the nativity scene is one of my favorite sequences. Yeah. <laughs> that scene and then what follows, follows it, it where he shows up and his wife and her family at are the going midnight to mass. they're going to church at midnight <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And he like shows up. And they're at a Catholic church, yeah. and like, Jesus is on the cross, and he's wearing like a, a he's Christmas wearing a star, of David. He's wearing a Christmas sweater, but it is like it's a Jewish Christmas sweater, yeah. and he's like covers it up. He's like, "Oh shit, we killed Jesus!" Yeah. Oh, it's so freaking funny. Him getting mad at the baby because he's hallucinating it, saying "fuck you" to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, so good, beautiful. And freaking hilarious. So funny. Oh. Okay, my... Where are we? Number four? Four. My number four is a movie that I might get some shit for, but I genuinely love it. My number four is Love Actually. Why would you get shit for that? Because it's like a super girly movie. It's not a girly movie. It's a girly movie. It's not on my list, but it's an honorable mention. It is not a girly movie. Thank you. It's a beautiful it movie. It is an incredible movie. About... With some fucked up things in it. It has some pretty <laughs> fucked up things in it. And maybe that's why I like it. As you, <laughs> you may have been able to tell we like kind of fucked up things. Right. Um, but I love it because it shows every single part of life and family and Christmas and every dynamic that can exist, basically, between... It's not a pretty movie. No. For being a movie solely about love. It is about love, mostly. But it, like, a lot of it is not pretty. <laughs> a lot yeah. of it is pretty turmoil. Well, actually. yeah, it, it shows <laughs> It shows all of love. It shows like not just the corny, cheesy, yeah. romantic comedy love. It shows, like, oh, this guy is going down the path of cheating on his... Alan Rickman is going down the path of cheating on his wife. And she finds out and... And delivers one of the most, like, 
heart-wrenching cry scenes ever put on yeah. screen. Which is like, with no dialogue, it's just Joni Mitchell singing. And I'm like, every time I'm like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for her. So yeah, Continue. it's from every, every aspect. So the, the I guess the main crux of the movie is that it has a ton of famous people in it. Yep. And it has, they're all separate they have separate like relationships and stories but they all kind of cross over into each other it's i think there were a lot of movies like this after this yeah there was a ton of movies that came out after this trying to copy the formula of love actually and failing miserably yeah because exactly i don't know there's something very special about love actually there really is something special about it yeah it's just it has that magic it has the magic of partly christmas but mostly love and because it's about love and I love the way it opens and the way it ends where it's like talking about love and about using the arrival gate at at the airport, which you can't do anymore. Well, but they do it in a really great way. Yeah. So it is post nine 11. It is because that's part of the narration. And I love the narration. Yeah. From Hugh Grant. Yeah. It's goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> but it is post 9-11 where they're meeting them at, like, it, it's accurate because it's right after yeah. you couldn't meet your family at the gate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or so meet people at the gate. For kids that grow up now that don't know, you right. used, used to be able to go all the way to the gate where the plane connects. Yeah. If to meet people that got off the plane. And uh, now you have to wait at security and they have to come to you. Um, but yeah, this was, that's a good point. I didn't think about it. The fact that it was right after you couldn't do that anymore. Yep. Um, but it still kind of shows it and talks about it and what that feels like. Cause everybody knew what it felt like back yeah. then. Um, and it doesn't feel that different now. I mean, when they show up at security, it's the it, same, it's still pretty, it's like, the same principle. You're, yeah. you're connecting, you're meeting, you're embracing. It's a, it's a love thing. For there, sure. There's a love's not stopped by a few hundred feet <laughs> right. or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, but um, all I love all the different characters and all their different stories. There's equal parts funny and cute and romantic and sad and um, then there's all different kinds of relationships from obviously romantic ones, but then there are just friends ones like the the musician and his yep. like manager. <laughs> it's like which is one of the best dynamics. <laughs> yeah, and the, the way that they like. He's just like kind of chasing fame, but then realize. I mean, everybody learns a lesson in this movie, yeah. and uh, it's a, just beautiful on all all levels. This is one. Of the, so there's two, no, three characters that I'm like, whenever I watch it, and I watch it every year. Yeah, I'm always like, I wish I could be like you. <laughs> like they're just they're characters that I wish I had the balls to be like. Yeah. Uh, one is Colin Firth's character. Yeah. The author. Yeah. Just with like where his character goes. I love the were, car rides. Yeah. Are amazing. So he is an author, but he is like a housekeeper who's, uh, she's, she doesn't speak English. Well, uh, she speaks like she, a very broken English. Yeah. yeah. A very small amount. They generally exchange dialogue where he talks to her in English and she talks to him in it's like I forget what language it I is. I forget too. I'm, I should know because I love this movie. <laughs> right. Um, 
but it's really kind of cute because his dialogue and her dialogue overlap. You can tell they're like in the same place, even though they don't know what each other's saying. Right. And they're both like in the self doubt world. And yeah, it's weird to make the first move and all that it, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so him, um, oh my God, I forgot his, uh, oh my fucking guy. <laughs> he just played Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. Martin. Freeman. Thank you. Yeah, his character. Love <laughs> his the character. So he and the girl that he likes is they're like stand-ins for, for lighting porn for porn, <laughs> and they're like, but it, yeah, they're just like trying to like have a conversation while they're like getting the lighting and everything set right. up. But they're in really awkward situations <laughs> while they're like getting to know each other. It's funny. I just I love how he like. I've always admired the way that character really I yeah. mean he's already as vulnerable as you can get <laughs> right. physically but he's still kind of genuine and gentle and yeah and nice. I just I love that he doesn't he still puts himself out there of like hey yeah would you like to and it, it's <laughs> that's admirable and then the the character that I'm like fuck he might be mm-hmm. the ballsiest character in the whole movie he might be the most like we should all want to be like him mm-hmm. is the kid yeah that kid Liam Neeson's kid yes yeah oh my god he's got this <laughs> line that I'm like that movie is, or that line sums up the whole movie yeah and it's it should almost be a life motto yeah let's go get the shit kicked out of us by love yeah like <laughs> yeah it's true he's a very he's kind of the I guess the condensed version of the movie is just that kid yeah. who's has a crush has a girl that he know he's in love with he, he's in his, love with his her first love he knows he loves her and his dad is so incredibly supportive to like help him <laughs> chase that dream <laughs> we need Kate and we need Leo and we need them now <laughs> yeah 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 and Liam Neeson whose wife just died this kid's mom or yeah because he's the stepdad he's the stepdad yeah, yeah. so his, his kid's real mom died and he's like his wife who he loved died and uh so that's super sad but, that, it, but then the kids is like he's where the kids super affected by that and he is but mm-hmm. he's also going through how do i deal with my first love <laughs> right <laughs> and i you mentioned it the movie shows like every level of love yeah not just the romantic and it, it's really just for someone that's not a fan of relational style like dramas and comedies I like comedies. So I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm yeah. a little shocked you have this one on your list. I love it because it, I mean, it, I'm a big, I'm a big romantic. I may not be that into like relational dramas, yeah, but romantic stuff I like. Yeah, this one, it's it's romantic on every level, yeah. even when it's not like like that kind <laughs> of romance. It's very yeah. just everything is love. Yeah, and I, I love how uh, every layer to it. Yeah. The pain and the good and it's yeah yeah and it takes all of the all of that and then puts it in Christmas which is even more (laughs) (laughs) it even more heightens it and makes it even more massive it's just it's just great yep yeah and they like they do a countdown to Christmas and it's god damn it that's such a good pick man (laughs) thank you uh my number four right we're on number four I was yeah so you are yeah yeah all right I have no real setup except for Bill fucking Murray. 
<laughs> I love yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. Love Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. What's funny, he hates this movie. Does he really? Absolutely hates this movie. And I'm like, every time I watch it, I don't understand why, because it's so good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm talking about you had the Muppets Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I've got Bill Murray Scrooged. Yeah. Uh, Which fun, is a great name. Yeah. <laughs> fun fact, Charles Dickens' original story of Christmas Carol. It's my actual all-time favorite Christmas tale. Mm-hmm. Partly because it's so dark and yeah. so, like... I mean, the the book is frightening. It's yeah. not a, like, warm mm-hmm. and fuzzy feeling story. Well, I don't think any of Dickens' stuff is. Right. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> and unfortunately, like, they've made so many versions of it. Yeah. And they always miss the mark for me at some point. <laughs> I never hate them, but I'm always like, oh, yeah, you did that ghost wrong or oh, that's not <laughs> what happened. Right. But the Muppets Christmas Carol, although they changed like the entire ending, <laughs> it works because of what we talked about of like going mm. kind of putting you into a, a childlike state. Yeah. Scrooged. Uh I can't even say modernizes it because it takes place in the 80s and <laughs> yeah, that's not modern anymore. Yeah. But it, in this sense, for that I mean, time period, it, it did. adapts it from like the 1800s, whatever right, it was. Right. Yeah. So it was modernized for a time. But this movie, okay. It's so funny. It is so goddamn funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I cannot watch this movie without crying my fucking eyes out really? at the end. Really? I refuse to watch this movie with anyone <laughs> ever. <laughs> like if I go and see my mom and dad during the Christmas season, well mm-hmm. when I do, if my dad happens to have this movie on, I will get up and go do other things when the ending comes up. Cannot watch okay. it. It just it hits a chord mm-hmm. that is too real to me. Yeah. Uh because it feels of every movie out there, this feels the most genuine. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, I won't tell you what it is. It just, there is, man, that ending is like, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this isn't just a movie. Yeah. But it, it, like, I love Scrooge. It's, it makes me laugh every time, but it, it really drives home the point of, Christmas magic, Christmas miracles, and belief yeah. in the season. And I used to be someone who hated the season. I can't tell you why. Yeah. I was a stupid teenage boy. <laughs> I don't know. This is a, just rebelling against <laughs> Right. Joy. Like, I just, I hate happiness. Yeah. <laughs> and then I fell in love with the season. And it was really the time that I fell in love with the season and I rewatched this. Mm hmm. That I realized, like, oh fuck, <laughs> I I I have no strong exterior when mm. it comes to this movie, and I've been a sucker for it ever since. Yeah, we're well, kind <laughs> of like Scrooge, who's being very like bah humbug, and right. then learning about like, oh maybe joy <laughs> like, is like good. there is a Christmas miracle. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna go too far into it because I'll probably end up getting a little emotional myself. But uh, yeah, Scrooge is my number four. It's so it's a fucking good, good. It's really good. I really like. It is kind of that modern adaptation of a Christmas Carol. Um, it's it's funny because it's. I mean, it's Bill Murray, right? Well, and it's also meta. Bill Murray in the '80s, yeah, yeah, because he's like the president of this TV channel mm-hmm. or network. 
and they're putting on a live broadcast of mm-hmm. Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that part. And then he, yeah. he gets forced to go through it himself. But it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot Karen Allen was in that movie. Yeah. From, it, it, from Raiders. This movie becomes very real to me, and it, it's a uh, it's pretty powerful film for me. Yeah, that's a great pick. <laughs> Uh, my number three Woo-hoo! is a movie we've already talked about on our show before, I believe. Well, we talked about Love Actually on a romance episode. We did? Yeah, because uh, we were both like, we're not going to mention it on romance because it's a Christmas movie. Okay. I'm pretty sure you did mention this movie in our romance episode. My number three is While You Were Sleeping. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. And for me, it's very much a Christmas movie. 100% it's a Christmas and movie. And so I didn't put it on that episode because right. I was waiting for this episode. I knew we'd talk about Christmas at some point. While you were sleeping, I love for a lot of reasons. Partly, my family is super into this movie. <laughs> and I think that it's because the movie does a good job of representing families. So, yeah. like, when they, like, are talking to each other and all the different conversations they have whether it's around the dinner table or whatever they'll have like different groups having different conversations that bleed into each other like the whole part where they're talking about um john wayne was tall like all these people were tall or these mashed potatoes are so so creamy that's a thing my family will do when we're like just having normal conversations and then things get kind of mixed up like that my mom will go these mashed potatoes are so creamy (laughs) and it makes us all laugh because we all love this movie um as you should but while you were sleeping is is it's a romantic movie that takes place between christmas and new year's basically yeah um, maybe a little bit after New Year's it goes past but on Christmas uh, Sandra Bullock is working she works in Chicago she works at the train station and uh, and the guy she likes but has never talked to uh, gets pushed off the off the whatever that's called the walkway the at platform the platform well, at the like, train station doesn't he get mugged and get shoved down he doesn't get like mugged so much they're like messing with him um and then he seems like kind of accidentally falls. falls? Okay. I don't, yeah, because they he run gets, away as soon as he like yeah. drops. They're like messing with his like scarf and stuff. I don't think they actually like rob him. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, there are some like weird guys. Um, but yeah, he falls off the platform onto the tracks and she goes and saves him. He ends up in a coma and then she goes and visits him because she, she knew she liked him but never actually talked to him really. And then through hilarious <laughs> circumstances... <laughs> Uh, misfortunate circumstances they kind of assume or are told that she's his fiance yeah it's like the nurse assumes that she's the fiance or something or someone yeah. overhears that she wants to be yeah like, she's like i want to marry him and so the nurse yeah. hears it and she's like oh okay and then so the family <laughs> finds out this big family finds out that she's his fiance and they like accept her and so she kind of has to keep up this whole charade because she right. can't find a good time to tell them and then it gets further down the tracks and it gets even more complicated so it's it's like really funny <laughs> in a lot of different ways um but it's also ultimately about like family she doesn't really have any family yeah. she her dad died uh her mom died when she was super young and then her dad died not long ago and so she doesn't have any family anymore she kind of gets brought into this family 
um, and it ends up kind of liking it. So she doesn't really want to ruin it either. Yeah. The movie, you, you already said it, I'll just reiterate it. The portrayal of family in this movie is so well done. Yeah. It, you know, he, it's one of those where you're like, yeah, this this feels like a, <laughs> a real family gathering where they're like mm-hmm. driving each other nuts, but at the same time having like lighthearted mm-hmm. conversations <laughs> with each other. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. 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 Every part of like the the parents and the the grandma and the yep. family friend and all these different people the way they get together it's it just it's really lighthearted and lovely and then and then there's kind of an awkward situation where she thinks she likes this guy in the coma but then meets the brother and the brother is bill pullman and they kind of like start connecting uh, yeah but he thinks she's engaged to his brother who's in the coma and so it's- a weird triangle it's awkward <laughs> but it's cute and it's fun and it's it's such a good a scene that i mean i love this man i saw this movie when i was a kid this was one of those where my mom would like growing up my mom would want to go and watch chick flicks in the theater yeah and i'd be with her so she dragged me along to go watch chick <laughs> can't flicks. leave you at home god damn it yeah and we watched this one and I remember genuinely of all the chick flicks that my mom dragged me to when i was a kid <laughs> this was the one that i was like this is good. This is a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't like the rest. This is a good movie. Yeah. But the scene that always like, and it's not even a big scene to the movie. It's a very short lived scene, mm-hmm. but her trying to get the Christmas tree into her apartment <laughs> is always like, it is in my mm-hmm. head a lot. I should have gotten the Bruce, 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 the lighter. <laughs> yeah. Sandra Bullock is so great. Yeah, you forgot to mention it. it's Sandra Bullock, like yeah. 90 Sandra Bullock, which yeah. is America's sweetheart yeah. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. I it's so good. That's yeah. such a funny movie too. And she's she's like extra quirky kind of. Yeah. I mean it's kind of like I guess it's like speed era Sandra Bullock, but yeah, she's great. It's so good. <laughs> uh my number three. This might be one of the most quoted Christmas movies. Of all time. Okay. Fuck. You and I quoted it earlier before we even started recording. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is painfully hilarious. I mean, this movie makes your gut hurt and your jaw lock up because you've been laughing so hard. (laughs) Christmas vacation. Yeah. You you can't have the Christmas season without the Griswolds. (laughs) (laughs) You just can't. Yeah. Uh, It is... Oh my god, this fucking movie is so funny. It's yeah. so, and it does like have the message of family's the most important thing and you mm-hmm. know, love what you have or appreciate what you have. Well, oh my god. Yeah, I love how <laughs> Chevy Chase is I mean they say in the movie he's like the last great family man. Right. He's very much focused on let's I'm going to do everything I can to make this Christmas a family christmas we're gonna force the traditions (laughs) right like well he's like taking it on from his dad so he feels the sense of you know i have to live up to this yeah and then he doesn't really try to make his own tradition yeah he's very much like yeah taking on the bird or not but the Mm -hmm. the tradition and it's just all the antics that come with it i mean this movie is even the serious 
scenes in this movie mm-hmm. make you laugh really hard because they throw in like a line or a look mm-hmm. or or he gets dropped out of an attic and yeah. <laughs> yeah as soon as he's like being serious and watching serious like family videos and yeah. it's very heartfelt and then yeah he falls out of the attic <laughs> it's like it's like the movie reminds you mm-hmm. no this is still a comedy we're yeah. going to make you laugh <laughs> yeah i this is one of those movies I cannot watch it without quoting almost every single line in it along yeah. with the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can be disciplined when I watch it with other people. Yeah. I still fail on a few key lines like shitter's full. <laughs> like, yeah. You just you can't not quote that line. Yeah, yeah honey, shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Had me shitting bricks. Didn't say that. Oh. Had me shitting rocks. <laughs> I just, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It is, yeah. it is perfect from beginning to end, mm-hmm. and it's got quite the cast. Yeah, it's got quite the cast. Yeah, so, yeah, super good cast. So if you're a Big Bang Theory, I don't remember his name, but it's got the main dude from that show when he was a kid. I can't. He was on Roseanne as well. Oh, What's, we both just failed so Who is he in the movie? I don't He's even, the son. Which son? That's, That's him? Yeah. I mean, I know what the son looks like, but I don't. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the, not the, not the dorky. Like, I mean, they're all dorky. Oh, my God. I don't know how to describe we, this guy. We haven't failed this hard in a long time, but <laughs> First we're doing of all, I don't, now. I don't generally watch the Big Bang Theory, so I don't know their names. Uh, it is... Uh, but not- Johnny Galecki, he plays Rusty. Okay. I think I know you. The guy with the glasses? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I you were trying to do roommate. Big Bang Yeah. No, was, no, no. The, the roommate of the guy with the glasses. And then it's got Juliette Lewis. Yeah, definitely. She's the <laughs> older daughter. She's hilarious. She'll look at it later, dear. Her eyelids are frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Just as dying just from that line. <laughs> it's got some of the best lines yeah. ever. Well, Randy Quaid is the cousin. Dude, cousin his wife, Eddie. His wife's cousin is too perfect. He's so funny. It's got Doris Roberts Julie, in it. Uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus as yep. the neighbor. So her and her husband... <laughs> Christy and I joke that we are those people because we're like the young yuppies in our neighborhood. And so, and we, until this year, haven't like put up Christmas decorations yeah. and stuff. Um, and so we, she jokes that like we're those people will like go like work out and like go for work, Chris, like go for runs on Christmas and all this stuff. And it's, I laugh every time when the, the gutter breaks and the, and the ice, the goes, ice through, goes through the why window. why is the floor all wet? I don't know, Margo. <laughs> we say it all the time. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Just saying, I don't know, Margo. But it's the way that he says it. Cause he's like it looking at his expensive, totally busted up and yeah. so tape deck or whatever it yeah, was. CD player. He's all pissed off about it. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> Why is the floor wet? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Where are you going to put that tree? Bend over and I'll show oh you. That's my favorite. He's like, how dare you say that? <laughs> I wasn't oh. talking to you. <laughs> the way that he like looks at her and then doesn't, doesn't like continue to defend her. I'm like, oh my God. And then he puts down the mask and grabs the chainsaw. And you're like, oh, okay. 
I don't know why, but even from a like little kid when I watched this movie, and even now, I love just the shot when his whole Christmas light display on the house finally goes on. Yeah. And they do the close-up of, like, his meters just flipping out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It's such a little shot, but I laugh every time I see it. Because you're an adult and you pay for your own electricity now. <laughs> I would murder him. Yeah. Yeah, so this year I hung, I hung up Christmas lights outside for the very first time ever. All right. And, and I was doing it and I had it plugged in so I could see what bulbs were lit and all this stuff. And for some reason, after I had gotten, like, most of the way down the front of the house, just putting it along the gutter, like, one of the bulbs touched the gutter, and I saw, like, a little spark, and then they weren't lit up anymore. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck happened? And I went in, and I, like, had blown the fuse, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm this guy. I'm this guy. I became the dad just now. I blew the fuse while lighting the Christmas lights. And so I sent a gif of the movie to my like my parent my family in the family chat. My right. sister said that she'd never seen this movie. What? And I said, "What is wrong with you?" Well, we're calling your sister out right now. Yeah. Go watch it, Jesse. Watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> or you're dead to me. Him stapling his sleeve to the gutter, <laughs> yeah, trying to just... figure out like. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why it's in my. We so, just quoted a ton of this movie. I forgot to mention, it's my number two. Oh, okay. So, so we're going right into we're it. We're going from your three to my number two. Here we go. Yeah. Quoting the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you said about it is so accurate. And yeah, I love... I, I love how family-oriented it is. Like, it's so awkwardly, weirdly family-oriented. And I love how supportive his wife is. Of, like, he's this total screw-up, but she's, like, just trying to help him. She knows that it's important to him to make this family Christmas work, and so she's so supportive, and I just love it. She's so nice. (laughs) But she finally has her moment of, like, maybe it's time to go. What? We needed a coffin. I mean, tree. (laughs) (laughs) When he steals the neighbor's tree and then Margot and her husband, the neighbors are talking. They're like, maybe we should get a Christmas tree. I don't know. Where would we even get one one on Christmas Eve? comes crashing through the window. (laughs) He's so shitty to his neighbors. It's so funny. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) The grandparents that show up. Like, the great-grandparents that show up. Yeah. Oh, my... His parents and her parents, and they're all in the same house, and then, yeah. Grace! Grace died years ago! (laughs) Does your cat eat lime jello? (laughs) I don't know about the cat, but I should love it. (laughs) Yeah, the... When he cuts the turkey, and then just goes... And, like... Like, it makes that noise... I laugh every time because it's like the driest turkey. <laughs> okay. Every time it does that, can you not smell? Yeah. Because anyone who's ever like mm-hmm. been around overcooked dry turkey, yeah. it has a very distinct <laughs> odor to it. Yeah. And every time it does a <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, you can smell that scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're just like chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. Here's the heart. <laughs> see we just quoted some of the Mm -hmm. movie Mm -hmm. and we've been laughing this whole time like the movie is just genuinely hilarious Mm -hmm. 
and you, it's but it's so full of heart too <laughs> right like you you've he wants so badly to like build this pool in his backyard for his family and he's like banking on his christmas bonus to come through and it's not coming through and then he doesn't get it spoiler and it's like and his boss is a dick yeah but the way they handle it's so funny and yeah so that you mentioned like laughing at subtle quick stupid things Mm -hmm. so this movie has one of those that like everyone i've talked to never catches it Mm -hmm. and i'm it's just me. I always question how they don't catch it, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it's so fucking funny. <laughs> when Clark and Eddie are grocery shopping. Yeah. And Eddie's like piling on the dog food for his Rottweiler <laughs> who has a sinus infection. His face looks just like... So gross. It, it looks like they took a bazooka of snot and just shot the dog in the <laughs> face with it. Yeah. But there's a quick moment where Clark puts light bulbs on top of the dog food <laughs> And the timing of it is so well. He puts the light bulbs up and Eddie throws on like two more bags of dog food and (laughs) shatters the light bulbs. Every time that scene comes up, I lose it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like their dynamic between Eddie and him and Eddie and Chevy Chase are so funny. (laughs) They're in the living room and he just walks over to like the little... uh, Oh man, where the tongue depressor like yeah. windmill thing just shatters, <laughs> <laughs> just like well. yeah, yeah. I love this movie. I love. I really want. I think you have a a bullwinkle yep. eggnog glass. I don't have the glass. I have an ornament. Well, I have an to get ornament? a new one because it broke. Okay. My dad has the glass. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The, that the way he drinks the eggnog out of the bullwinkle <laughs> glass of like. I kind of want Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I tried last minute mm-hmm. to find the Bullwinkle glasses <laughs> to drink our eggnog with, but I yeah. couldn't find them. Yeah, when you said, we should drink eggnog, I was like, I wish I had those glasses. <laughs> like, it would have been too perfect. It would have been. I mean, nobody could see us. I, we're dressed up, but, but it's so funny. It's still, it. it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. I don't even... Oh, we're on your... The only thing I was going to say is... Oh, my number two now. On your number two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your number two next, but... So, the only other note I had about this movie is that I didn't see it when I was super young because my parents, like, didn't want us to see National Lampoon stuff. Right. And But I remember seeing the trailer, and I remember seeing the scene where... He gets hit in the face with the attic stairs. Yes. When the st- he go, they opens the attic and the stairs yes. come down and hit him in the face. And I just remember that so vividly for the longest time. And I didn't know what movie it was from. And then eventually when I was like, I don't know, 10, 12, 13, somewhere around there, I finally saw this movie. And I was like, this is the movie I saw the trailer for that one time. The and way I- his body falls when he gets hit in the face is so awesome. Yeah. It's like a, an iconic image in that movie to me. <laughs> oh my god! Because I'm like every time I see it, I'm like, "This is the movie." I couldn't figure out what it was, and I finally saw it. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, now we're on your number two. <laughs> I'm just replaying the movie. I'm it's a sorry. great movie. Oh, I fucking love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my number two. Okay. So, like a lot of my list, this mm-hmm. one and my actual number one yeah. are interchangeable. Totally. Uh, th- my number two is arguably the ultimate Christmas classic. 
Okay. Especially for like our generation and the generation or two before us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You already. I assume I know. Number two is a Christmas story. Yeah. With Ralphie. Yep. Uh, it's man. This movie <laughs> is Christmas complete. Oh. Like it is everything that yeah. you want in a Christmas movie. I mean, there's a reason it's that. TBS plays it for 24 hours every year. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a reason when I go and see my mom and dad on Christmas Day, Mm -hmm. they put it on Mm -hmm. and we just let it go. Yeah. And no one argues. No one even, like, we can look up at the screen and see the same scene twice in a couple hours and be like, "Ah, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll laugh the same. Yeah. I, (laughs) this was a movie when I was growing up. I didn't see this movie until I was in high school. Yeah. I didn't see it early on either. I think because my parents didn't like it as much or didn't like something about it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think my parents didn't like something about it. I think it was just one that, like, we just didn't watch. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school working at that video rental place, I was like, I'm going to watch a Christmas story. Because I always (laughs) saw the screenshot of, like, him in the bunny outfit. Yeah. And I wanted to see what that movie was about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) But like from the get-go, this movie mm. makes you remember what it's like to be a kid who mm. is so adamant about getting one certain thing for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and dropping every hint it, possible. Right. And yeah. it's just I love the time period that they chose to do it in. I mm-hmm. I love there's not one the thing narration. about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Him narrating it as an adult. Yeah. This is one of those movies in general mm-hmm. that actually is perfect. Mm-hmm. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Everything about this movie is perfect. It is. I mean, I can't. You can't argue it. It's yeah. timeless. It's so fucking good. Yeah. And I. There is one line, though. And one <laughs> shot of this movie that, like, just <laughs> puts it so far above everything else for me. And it's so dumb. Mm-hmm. But it, it's when the, uh, the group of friends are getting, like, bullied mm-hmm. the first time. And the younger brother is like super bundled up and he's laying down in the snow. And the narration is Randy laid there like a slug. It was his only defense. And the kid is just laying there just looking as useless as you can be. Die laughing every time. Yeah. The way that the kid's so bundled up, he can't put his... <laughs> yeah, I, can't I can't put, put my, my arms down. down. You can his put mom, him down when you get to his school. His mom tries and then, like, <laughs> pop back up. You guys can't see it, but Jake is doing the motion. <laughs> and we can't talk Christmas Story without mentioning the dad. Uh-huh. The dad is, like, the most profane yeah. character. I mean, the dude doesn't not cuss throughout this movie. <laughs> but the movie does such a great thing with the profanity. Mm-hmm. Where they mumble him yeah. or like distort the words. Yeah. So he can cuss all he wants and the movie maintains a PG rating yeah. and you never actually hear the words he's saying. Yeah. Well, and then the iconic like moment when he's cha- helping his dad change the tire. <laughs> right. And he says the profane word, but they change it to, to fudge. Fudge. <laughs> but I didn't say fudge. Yeah. And yeah, the, that fact and that detail is so beautiful yeah it's just oh my god this movie is and how he got in trouble so badly and guys <laughs> mouthwashed out with soap even though his dad says it all the time and like 
he goes on the whole description of what soaps he prefers when he has to get his mouth washed with it. Yeah. <laughs> but life boy. <laughs> I, yeah. It is the perfect Christmas movie. Yeah. And movie in general, it really is. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and I I definitely identify with Ralphie. I was definitely into like BB guns and yeah. Ra- I would love a, a Red Rider BB gun. Um and then the, with a compass in the stock the scene that yeah definitely need that compass and the thing that i like remember the most and always love is when he his dad wins that contest and gets the lamp gets in the, the mail and it's just like a woman's leg and fishnet stockings every time i open a package and it says fragile on it i go fragile it must be italian i we are not the only ones to do that because I do it at work even when it's not Christmas time. Yeah. Every time I see the word fragile, <laughs> immediately, fragile. <laughs> it has one of those, another great subtle moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when Ralphie is looking at it mm-hmm. and he runs his hand up the <laughs> back of the thigh. <laughs> and like as soon as he starts getting towards where the cheek would be, his mom like slaps, slaps his, his hand, hand down. Away. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his dad just puts it in the front window. Oh, it's a so major funny. award. I want it. <laughs> it takes brain power. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a classic Christmas I movie. Just, it's it's too good. It's so good. It's one of those where as time goes forward, mm-hmm. I really think this would be one of those movies that maintains. Yeah what it has yeah it'll be one of the few that does it yeah i think so too so my number one number one number one whoa is also a movie that will maintain its status for (laughs) and here it is decades to come i've been waiting (laughs) (laughs) i told you it was on my list at the very beginning you did it is a number one it is my number one movie is die hard (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! <laughs> and it's the most perfect Christmas movie. I know that's become like a thing. People have been like globbed onto it, and some people are resistant to it. Some people are like pushing it too hard is like cliche. But I might have put is it a Christmas. I movie. might have put it number one in order to like kind of poke at that a little bit. <laughs> but fuck yeah, you did. I, it is a movie that I I generally don't even watch until it's Christmas time. And I do watch it every year. And I love it. And I love every part of it. And I think that like, like the movie. So the movie does an interesting thing where when John McClane gets off the plane and he gets in the limo with Argyle, uh, he's like, can't you... He, Argyle puts on Run DMC. And John McClane's like, can't you put on some Christmas music? And Argo goes, this is Christmas music because Run DMC is the Christmas and Hollis song. Yep. And I think that is the perfect way to describe Die Hard because people are like, well, that's not a Christmas movie. And to that, I say, this is a Christmas movie. 100% it's a Christmas movie. It has the all the same themes as Christmas movies. It's about family. It's about forgiveness. It's about a Christmas party. It's like there's so many different Christmas references. It's about forgiving during the season. Exactly. It has Christmas music in it. It has... It's very Christmassy. It's super Christmassy. And so it's just... 
I mean, it's the best. There's nothing you can say bad about Die Hard. Obviously, I ever, I'm sure everybody's seen Die Hard. I would imagine so. Or I would hope so. I would hope so, too. It's just... It's just... And like you said about Christmas Vacation, I can't watch it and not just quote it. Quote like, the hell out of that movie, man. It's just the best. I mean, you already did it. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers, yeah. is like the best. But yeah, from every single thing, from, from the... I don't remember his name, but the guy who's like cracking the safe, the guy who's the deputy in Walker, Texas Ranger. Right. I don't remember his don't actual his name. name. Um, but when he's like cracking and it's and the computer's like, "Would you wish to proceed?" and he's like, "You bet your ass I wish to proceed." <laughs> like I say that all the time. <laughs> uh, Alan Rickman is too perfect, uh, dude. I when he does an American accent is weird though. <laughs> when he's like. <laughs> when they like meet and he's like trying yeah. to convince him that he's not this German terrorist <laughs> robber guy um, it's just always so funny to me I, I had Die Hard in my action list yeah and that was when we started the yes Die Hard is a Christmas movie but I included it mm-hmm. in action mm-hmm. Alan Rickman has like the greatest monologue in that movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> at least one of them, when he addresses the party for the first time, he's like got his little notebook out with yeah. his notes and ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was a great impression. That's exactly it's what it sounds like. so good. To the point where <laughs> I think I said it, gentlemen. but I can't remember. When I was in high school and doing acting in high school, mm-hmm. we had to do a monologue okay. and I did his monologue <laughs> And I, we had to like have a certain length. So I mixed the monologue of meeting the group Mm -hmm. and then continuing it with the elevator ride where he's talking to, uh, Nakatomi about his suits. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love Mr. Takagi. (laughs) Mr. Yakamoshi Takagi. It's so good. Born 1970. Yeah. Oh man, it's so good. Continue because I feel like we will talk Die Hard for a while. Yeah, I, I mean, everything about it from everything about it is so good. The way that it opens, the way that he makes fists with his toes because the guy on the plane told him to. Son of a bitch. <laughs> the the relationship, like the the relationship he has with his wife, they have a very interesting or different dynamic where he's a new york cop and his wife moved to la because she had a career opportunity and he didn't move with her but his kids are with her and they're kind of like trying to work it out don't really know where they're at she doesn't know if he's going to stay with them or not um like kind of invites him over because she wants him to but they're like get into a fight and it's like it's just and then they find like kind of like reconnect and it's just kind of a beautiful story. I it I don't know if anybody's ever described Die Hard as a beautiful story. I think, I think we both did in action. <laughs> it is like just a beautiful I mean there's it's it's cute. It's the action's awesome, the Christmassiness is awesome, the heist is awesome. I mean it's a, essentially <laughs> it's a crime so movie, good. but and like the, 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 the cop um from Family Matters, the, clap, the cop from Family Matters, who's also a cop in Family Matters, um, their whole dynamic and the way that he's like, he can't tell him who he is, and so he tell, yeah. says he's Roy Rogers, yeah. and, and it's so good. It throws the body out the window to get his attention. <laughs> yeah. 
Welcome to the party, hey, pal. pal. <laughs> yeah. Hang out. Have a few drinks. We'll have a <laughs> Come out to the coast. Have a few laughs. Die Hard delivers, <clears throat> in terms of villains, mm-hmm. arguably the best. Yeah. Or at least one of them. Yeah. But not just that, but one of the best things a movie villain can do. Uh-huh. And that is just pull the trigger. <laughs> yeah. When he so, shoots to... Yeah, yeah, yeah he just blows yeah. his head off. Yeah. You're just going to have to shoot me. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just blows his head off. Yeah. Seeing a villain who actually is like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll just kill you. I'll figure something else out. Yeah. We can <laughs> like, do it the easy way or the hard way. We'll do it the hard way. <laughs> right. <laughs> That and like when the FBI show up in the movie and he everyone's all worried and trying to figure mm-hmm. out and he's like he he's planned like, for all of it. Yeah, like yeah. I give you the FBI and they shut down the power which opens the safe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly as he planned. Yeah, Die Hard is so good. And that is a, I never thought of it, but that is a great point for the argument of Die Hard being a Christmas movie is the opening of the movie. Yeah. That's a really good like, no, it's unconventional, <laughs> but it's yeah. This is. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's not the classic version of a Christmas music or a right. Christmas movie doesn't mean that it's not a Christmas movie. That's right. You can have Run DMC. You can have Die Hard. You should always have Die Hard. Yep. Always have Die Hard. Always have Die Hard. All right. <clears throat> My number one. Your number one. Is also unconventional. Yeah. But like crazy Christmas especially with the message of you need to have Christmas spirit yeah or else or else (laughs) (laughs) it's funny that we're both wearing shirts I just gonna mention that yeah of our number ones (laughs) it's true (laughs) yeah so my number one is Krumpus yeah (laughs) like I love horror (laughs) as you all know yeah and I love Christmas (laughs) And this movie delivers the best parts of both worlds in yeah. one movie mm-hmm. and drives home the most important thing to take from Christmas film or mm-hmm. Christmas movies or the season is you have to believe in Christmas spirit. You have to have Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, bad things can happen. Right. I fucking <laughs> love this movie. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a legitimate horror. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, there are monsters in this movie. It's seriously scary. Like, it's <laughs> scarier than most horror movies that I've <laughs> like, ever it's seen. It's a genuine horror film. Yeah. I also love it. I knew you would have it because I know it's one of your all-time favorite movies. And uh, so I didn't have it on my list. But I knew and I, yeah, I every time I watch it, I enjoy watching it. But yeah. it is a scary freaking movie. <laughs> like, there's a certain amount of, like anxiety in my body when I watch it because it's well, there's like it really makes you kind of sit and question mm-hmm. do I have enough Christmas spirit mm-hmm. like oh shit what if Krampus was real yeah. what if, fuck well I also I also <laughs> yeah. love that I love that detail where I, do, I think us in America we're very much focused on like new Christmas commercialized yeah. Christmas in Europe, there's like so many old stories of Christmas, not just St. Nicholas, but like Krampus. And I used to work with a guy from Denmark and he talked about Black Peter was a yep. big like Christmas like myth or legend. Well, or whatever. a lot of like 
other side of the pond mm-hmm. Christmas folklore and myths. Yeah. They're not pretty. No, they're all very <laughs> dark. They're all very like, like crumpusy. Which would make sense for Dickens to make such a dark story of Scrooge because he's from England. So very good, it's... very good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Crumpus kind of takes that and brings it here and it's like this is old world Christmas and all of those lessons that you were pounded into those people by their grandparents are now being like brought up and I think represented so perfectly yeah. and I, I love a lot of people like the first time I saw it loved everything about it but I was always kind of like they made him they made Krumpus look weird mm-hmm. and then the more I watched it the more I started realizing like oh He's wearing a Santa Claus mask. Like, he's wearing a pained mm-hmm. Santa Claus mask. Yeah, that's Because he's the face. shadow. He's like, he's the opposite. <laughs> he's, he's not here to make you feel holly jolly. You <laughs> fucked up and he's here to punish you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, watching it again this last week, I couldn't help but laugh and mm-hmm. have the thought. Bear with me. Okay. Maybe Krampus is real. <laughs> and maybe we have mm. sucked so bad. Yeah. That this is our punishment. Could be. And like he's <laughs> maybe there's a lesson that's trying to be driven home. And yeah. we just I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh I am obsessed with this movie. Mm-hmm. It's every time like Christmas season starts approaching. I get giddy because I'm like, it's Krumpus time. Krumpus and I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but with all that, I mean, it's really incredible to me that this movie really drives home the point of the the spirit of the holiday. Yeah. It doesn't worry, you know, and the importance of like, your families are all fucked up. Mm-hmm. You should get over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you should really get over it <laughs> right and it, it's just, I really love that that was the driving point instead of the like mm-hmm. be good for Christmas or for <laughs> Santa Claus to show up and you know yeah. it, I mean the opening credits of the film mm-hmm. is Black Friday mm-hmm. of consumers of us yeah like fighting in stores over toys and right. electronics that's well, the opening visual representation of losing the losing perspective losing yeah. the spirit of christmas actual and, and they even play the song it's beginning to look a lot like christmas as like people are throwing punches yeah. and it's very like you laugh because it's hilarious yeah and in the back of your head you're like oh yeah that's real i get the message immediately <laughs> you know, like oh it's so real it's a little too real <laughs> yeah yeah i I've got nothing to complain. I love Krampus. I'm obsessed with this movie. Yeah. I'm wearing the shirt. I yeah. proudly wear this shirt. And mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of like glares or second <laughs> glances. And I'm like, you may think that I'm like wearing something that's got quote unquote evil on it. Mm-hmm. You should learn about the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> like you should learn. Have Christmas spirit. <laughs> be good to each other yeah like <laughs> a lot of those <laughs> stories or myths or legends were very much like they were scary and dark and i mean i guess they're fairy tales a lot of fairy tales like that too where it's like this is a scary thing that kids should be careful about otherwise you'll get eaten or snatched or whatever <laughs> right. but it's always for a good reason or the mirror of a good thing or whatever it's like 
trying to convince you like no it's for a good thing you should just you know love people like, love your family have spirit whatever if you do the simple thing of being a good human being yeah then you're okay right <laughs> like, it's pretty basic it, your alternatives are very simple to be good <laughs> be an asshole and suffer yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah so that's my number one that's a that's, great one that's our 10 top 10 christmas Woo! have holly jolly christmas <laughs> we're definitely gonna get flagged yeah can't sing anything here there <laughs> fixed it i put a weird spin to it <laughs> it's it, it's a what's it called parody yeah that's allowed i mean they couldn't see me doing like the movement but i will always remember it there though. you go uh, honorable mentions yeah I i'm do. sure we have a shitload i do have several. <laughs> i mean basically all the rest of the christmas <laughs> movies the ones you didn't mention already though i guess are uh jingle all the way fuck yes okay i really wanted it on i my really list. wanted it on my list too <laughs> and i think it gets shit on a lot it's so good it's pretty good <laughs> it's so it's, good it's really good so arnold's good in it sinbad's good in sinbad it. sinbad and arnold are shockingly like they do pretty well together yeah and uh also it's probably the best movie that jake lloyd's ever been in <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry star wars um, don't apologize don't nope but it's uh, yeah I, I mean i love jingle all the way i watch it every year. you know what makes it so good what how unapologetically it embraces the like campiness mm-hmm. and the silliness yeah that's what i love like it doesn't give a fuck yeah it is embracing all the corniness of christmas movies mm-hmm. and just flaunts it yeah for two hours and yeah and it leans into the it leans into the message of consumerism being like trying to get your kid to love you by buying them something right. that they want when really all they want is for you to keep your promises <laughs> and to be a good dad um but he's trying to like supplant being a good dad by buying him this toy i, I always love how his wife is like their like relationship is getting strained and she's this other like the neighbors trying to come in and like score with his wife but she's like married to Arnold Schwarzenegger and she doesn't see him as Arnold Schwarzenegger like she's kind of like lost the spark where she doesn't see him as sexy. <laughs> she just sees him as like ordinary Joe <laughs> and then at the very end when he's dressed up as Turbo mm-hmm. Man and she's like Oh wow, Howard! Howard, yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh wow, I can't believe you're so buff. I'm like, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're married to him. Well, I mean, <laughs> you, she just you would get desensitized yeah, to she it. She just needs to see him in a new light, in a skin tight spandex <laughs> bodysuit, and uh, gets the sparks everything. going. Yeah. Okay, we can't mention Jingle All the Way uh-huh. without a great Arnold moment. Yeah. Of him sucker punching a reindeer in the face. (laughs) (laughs) You can't, like... I thought you were going to say the not my wife's cookies part, but... I mean, there's several of those, (laughs) but him punching a reindeer, it was like, first we had him hit the the horse, (laughs) we had him... Did he hit or wrestle an alligator in a racer? Uh, an eraser. I mean, there's alligators. I'm like, maybe he just runs I'm, away I'm from us. Picturing our... the running man, not a racer. But like, yeah, either way, he fights like, a lot of animals. He punches a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I yeah, Jingle All the Way is a classic. It should not get shit on. It should be embraced for the corniness. Yeah. If I had a top eleven, it would have been on my list. Yeah. Um, Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> I watch that still. That's always really funny to me. Uh, Frosty the Snowman is the other animated one that yep. I watch a lot. Um, I'm all, every time it's Christmas, I always go like happy birthday because it's so cute uh it's not stop motion but it's still animated and then i read an interesting article the other day i was going to mention it's a wonderful life yep classic uh everybody talks about it i read an article the other day of talking making the argument mostly you hear the argument about how die hard is a christmas movie this tried to make the argument that it's a wonderful life is not a christmas movie because they had several reasons i'll try to remember them off the top of my head um, most of the movie doesn't take place during Christmas. It doesn't have hardly any Christmas music in it. Um, the theme it did this kind of weird thing about it. the themes are not really Christmassy, which I kind of get. The th- the story of It's Wonderful Life is essentially, I mean, it's, it is Christmassy. I think it's kind of like a a Christmas Carol yeah. where it's about the things you do matter. The things you do have effects on other people. Um, and it's about if, if he didn't exist, then all these people would be in worse places. But it doesn't take it as far as I guess it could if it was really a Christmas movie, which would be when these when the whole town comes together to save him and give him all the money and stuff. They don't do it because it's like the giving season so right. much. It's just kind of because he's nice, I guess. <laughs> so it, I could kind of see it. Like it made a compelling argument that maybe it's not so much a Christmas movie. Yeah, but see, every I just hear the daughter. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his That's wings. just about angels. That's not yeah, about Christmas. Yeah, but she's looking at the freaking Christmas tree. Well, just because you put bells on a Christmas hey, tree, you can put bells on your shoes. When I think it's a wonderful life, <laughs> yeah. I think the Christmas tree it's and the wine. It's because we've been the... conditioned. Hell yeah, we have. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I, I think it's a Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie, but that's my other one. Oh, I have so many more than you. Oh, God. Well, I didn't think of... So you talked about at the very beginning how there's all these like, I don't want to call them naughty Christmas movies, but that's kind of what they are. <laughs> they are. I never even, I didn't think of like Bad Santa and Hell all those yeah. other movies until just a minute ago, but yeah. Yeah. Bad Santa. Yeah. If you need, if you need a Christmas movie mm-hmm. that's not child friendly and you need mm-hmm. a break from like <laughs> Christmas message. Yeah. Throw in Bad Santa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but it does have a message. <laughs> it does have a message for sure. I mean, it has an obvious message. Yeah. I said uh, a second ago, not because you're wrong, because oh. I thought of another movie Oh. that I don't know if you'd have on your list. It's a very weird Christmas movie. There's a move. There's a Steve Martin movie called Mixed Nuts. Oh, yeah. And it has like the randomest cast in it. Uh, Adam Sandler is a very small role in it. That's right. But the whole story is weird. I forgot about Mixed Nuts. <laughs> The Steve Martin and like the girl and like a couple other people, they run like a suicide prevention hotline <laughs> during the holidays, and so they get phone calls, but they're really bad at it, and uh, <laughs> it's darkly funny and very awkward and weird. But right. Mixed Nuts is a Christmas movie that's pretty funny. Um, I wanted this one on my list of that, but Batman Returns. Yeah. You can watch it without watching Batman, but Batman Returns with the Penguin and Catwoman, it is a Christmas movie. Wicked Christmas movie with uh, Christopher Walken. That's right. Great Christmas movie. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, I'm going to mention a couple that I don't think a lot of people have heard of, or mm-hmm. at least not watched yet, and they should remedy that. Okay. Uh, Claws. It's an animated film that came out in 2019. This is... You talk beautiful films. Uh-huh. This one is incredible. Huh. It is so beautiful, and it's so well done. Uh, watch that. It's on Netflix. All right. Um, if you haven't watched... I can't believe you didn't bring this up, and maybe you haven't watched it yet. Okay. Because you love Kurt Russell. I do. But if you have not watched The Christmas Chronicles on Netflix... I haven't. You should. Should I? You should. Okay. He is an amazing Santa Claus because he's a little bit different. Yeah. He's like... Well, he's Kurt Russell, but as Santa Claus. It seemed too childish from what I saw. But that's kind of the point. There's supposed to be a a childishness to it. Yeah. I I, love it. I could could see how it would be like the Santa Claus level. It's so good. Okay. I loved it. Um, You brought the Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. But there's one that a lot of people haven't seen. It's just the Muppets Christmas movie. The Muppets Christmas movie? Yes. So this is a movie. I mentioned the family Christmas. I don't know if I've even seen this. Yeah, so this one is kind of like It's a Wonderful Life. Kermit is going through some financial issues and wishes he had never been born. And David Arquette (laughs) plays an angel who gets sent down to help correct, like course correct Kermit's thinking. Okay. It's full of Muppet humor. (laughs) And it's kind of, there's a lot of nods to like other Christmas things that came out right at that time, like Jim Carrey's Grinch, which is another one you should watch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Came but, out around then. Yeah. That's yeah. later than I would have thought. Um, but that one's a lot of fun. Okay. And then there's one just because of the horror fan that I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not black Christmas, <laughs> but there's this old eighties ultimate campy slasher film. Okay. It's called silent night, deadly night. I was thinking, I remember when I used to go to the video rental store, there was a movie called Santa's Slay, but it was called S-L-A-Y. No, no, no. That that one, I never saw that, but I know what one you're talking about. I think it had Goldberg in it. Yeah, it was like, I think it was a remake of this, but done worse, which is hard to do because this movie was like, no money. (laughs) (laughs) But it's such a fucked up movie, but... If you need a break from the... What's it called again? Silent Night, Deadly Silent Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. Okay. And then the Bad Santa movies. And uh, yeah, I just... Honestly, I mean, if you go with feelsy Christmas... I mean, Claws yeah. is probably the one I would recommend the most. Okay. But yeah. Christmas. 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 Happy Christmas. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! That's a Frosty the Snowman thing. I know, I already said that. No, I know, I'm reiterating it. Okay. Because some people may have tuned you out. Like a minute ago? Sure. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being an ass. (laughs) You better hope they're not tuning me out, because you're on the podcast with me. It's true. (laughs) You go down with the ship. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All yeah, right. this, this was an interesting uh, Christmas week. It was. It, yeah. It was fun to... I mean, we kind of got it started early in right. the season. Now I've watched all of the Christmas movies, and I need to watch <laughs> non-Christmas movies next, I guess. Right. 
But yeah, I'm excited for for our next episode too. The next one should be. We already have it planned out. Pretty interesting. Yep. And pretty. I was thinking about this. Yeah. As a teaser. Yeah. Divisive. Yeah. I can see that. I could definitely see that. I, I'm. There are a few movies that we have coming up that we're going to talk about that yeah. I know. There's no middle ground. There is. Yeah. You love it or you like loathe it. Yeah. 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 For sure. And it's going to be a different not a top 10 it's going to be a different kind yeah. of episode um but yeah it'll be definitely interesting it's one that i know we are generally fans of um this topic but it's like not could go either way for a lot of other people <laughs> right <laughs> so we'll see i'm generally an apologist or a lover of it so yep me too <laughs> so well that's it that's, that's christmas it. merry christmas everyone merry christmas Make sure you got your Christmas spirit so Krumpus doesn't kill you. Take care of each other. Be kind yep. and yep. all the good things. And watch some Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what uh, what ones you watch. I know, like, for me, mm-hmm. traditionally, because the Christmas mm-hmm. season is a month-ish. Yeah. Uh, I always grew up. My dad and I would just re-watch every Christmas. Like, <laughs> there's something about Christmas movies during the season. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many times you replay them. Yeah. Like, you mentioned with... TBS. They yeah. play Christmas Story twenty four hours straight. Yeah, yeah, and you can. <laughs> I mean, there's so many you can put on anything that's Christmassy, and it just feels. It just adds to this. It, it really of the does. Season, yeah, it, it helps add just to the mm-hmm. aura if yeah. you want to get weird about it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Yep. And we'll see you next time. That's right.